the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> What's going on? Get off. All right. Here we are. Hi there. How's it going? Good job, Enzo. How's my brother, man? Ça va. Ça va. You're a fucking busy guy. Parenting, husbanding, doing all kinds of stuff, bro. I, I, I'm coming back because I'm a cheap bastard and I refuse to put gas at a buck 56. That's fucking good. Dude, I used to do that in Hawkesbury. I used to go out there when I was driving a lot and go like, fuck it, I'm going to save a whole bunch of money. I don't drive anymore, though. I don't go anywhere. I don't, I don't have any, any mileage on my fucking car anymore. So it's like shopping for gas is kind of a waste of time. How's everything, man? Tuck, tell me everything's okay. Carmi's okay. You're okay. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's probably, it's a test for uh, pain, which is probably your sciatic nerve. So she'll be fine. Yeah. Whatever. Oh man. You guys, it's been a fucking couple of months for you guys. The whole family, man, everyone's fucking going through stuff. You guys got to, you need a break, man. You need a fucking vacation or something. Like, God, is when the lottery, give me the lottery. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. I'm going to buy you 649s for sure, man. That'll be Christmas gifts. Like, fuck, who knows? One of them's going to fucking explode. So oh, tell me about your story of drum overload. What's going on, man? What's happening? Oh, my. my, oh, my. Uh, it's all good, though. It was wonderful. Oh, yeah? I had, I had uh, business meetings last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what did you do? Uh, what did you do? I, he wanted to talk to me on Monday night, but I told him I'm, we had the podcast to record. He was, okay, call yeah. me Tuesday. Okay, then and I worked on uh, the tracks that he sent me, and I said, "This is what it sounds like. This is what we need to fix." He okay. wanted it. Okay, can it seven? It's a fucking business you got going here, man. You're gonna have to start fucking selling timeshares and stuff. It is awesome. Oh. Ken, Ken is amazing. He's so like, I want to get this right. I want to get this right. Oops. Mm-hmm. Oh, tabarnak! I'm in the fucking ashtray. Here we go. <laughs> We're almost home, folks. Don't call the cops. Anyway. So, <laughs> so Ken, uh, what he's been doing, he's, he's like done, I don't know, 108 takes of the first eight bars of the song and sent them to me. <laughs> oh, you my know, like, God. <laughs> so, all right. So I went along with him. Okay, this is cool. This is cool. We need to redo this. This is cool. We need to redo this. No problem. No problem. That's fucking good though, man. Like the guys are taking it seriously. They really want to perform. They want to make it worth their, yeah, you know, the effort has to be fucking raising the bar instead of bringing it down. And that's fucking good. Awesome. I'm so happy for you, bro. And uh, so then I got yapping with Steve after and we had a conversation. I think I have to send him three songs. So Ooh, I knew it, man. We talked about this last week. He's chomping at the bit. He's ready to fucking he's explode been, on this been, stuff, man. Oh yeah. And, and he wants to have uh, I told him about you and me having a, a PowerPoint meeting. He goes, well, <laughs> we're going to have one, the four of us. I go, really? Uh, and I, I won't get into it, but yeah. He's, uh, Steve said that? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, motherfucker. Here we go. We're in trouble. Let's make sure that's a coffee talk, man. I don't want to do that one on beer. I want to fucking be in the morning on that. No, Let's get them we, in the 10 a.m. Uh, no, when we're supposed to, we're supposed to go out for uh, supper to for the restaurant. Right. Dude, <laughs> fucking right on, man! You got stuff cooking. That's fantastic. It's all good. Yeah, we had a good, good. You know me and Steve. When we get going, it's two hours, right? <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. That's the best, though. That means it's like 
it's not, I won't say it's like old times. It's remembering the importance of the old times and turning them into brand new stuff. And you guys, exactly. man, it's, yeah, I love it when you're both talking passionately about things because you're the one that really reaches out to Steve the most. And it's important to tap into his passion for this because he's always been the fucking, the foundation for all of this stuff in the first place. Right. So, but I'm just happy that, you know, that he's getting the itch to play because I, I, you know, he's too fucking talented and he's too good at what he does not to play. So yeah. That's fucking right, man. Wait, I just, that, you know, that's you being the true Enzo man, fucking taking care of everybody. But now it's really paying off because it's, it's him returning that and saying, no, 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 I want to get serious. Fucking right. Ooh, I can't wait to hear this. So this is going to be a fucking crazy supper. We're going to have man. Is there I, a date I, set? Did we set a date? I can't even remember. No, well, we'll talk about that later. You and me, cause it's uh, more on you than anybody else. All right, man. I got lots of fucking availability for that. And the reason is I'm busy as fuck, but I have so much flexibility. I can fucking, you know what I mean? Like I can, I can jump in anytime. All right. Well, we'll talk after, like you said, we'll talk offline for that. How, how did the reconfigure go? Dude, it's, it's, I don't know if it's, if, if I should call it ADHD or very complicated organization. So <laughs> here's the executive summary. I realized that, that I have, made such a complex schedule to make time for originals. Um, and I tried something that would make time for collaborations, like for the stuff that we're working on and also to do all the other content that we do. And then I do other than our, our mutual shows. I always tried to fit it into a weekly schedule. Like what can I do this week? There's some projects that don't take a week, like, you know, writing a song and recording it and all that. It takes what I thought a month, what I wanted to be able to do is to give myself some time to fail. So instead of doing things in a four-week schedule, there's some projects, not all of them, but there's some that take, it takes 12 weeks to do a thing in like one of the various things that I'm doing. Yeah. So understanding that the first time and saying, wow, I got to fucking really make sure to plan that. There's some things that are weekly, obviously, like what we're doing right now. But there's other things that are seasonal and monthly and month and a halfly, like it's taking all of that. I feel like I'm back in a project management course from my college days and trying to figure out what they call the critical path, you know, like what has to be the thing that always goes so that all the other shit can rely on it. Anyway, my scheduling skills are probably the things that have evolved the most. Forget the drumming and the keyboards and all that shit. Fucking scheduling and project management has been like what I've learned the most how to do in the past few months. And this is important because when you say, Paul, I gave you colors or I gave you this song or I gave you that. Now, finally, in my revamped schedule, I've set not only like a day or a thing, but a, a very regular schedule to always leave room for whenever those collaborations come. It used to be I'd fit it in whenever I could. Not yeah, anymore. Yeah. Now okay. it's going to fucking happen. So I guess I'm your third drummer on this list of taking shit seriously because or bassist or vocalist or whatever. Because then it's it's so important. We make time for that stuff, for each other, for ourselves, our own stuff, but for everything else that we do as well. But it goes back to that conversation you you and me had, even about your own stuff, where sometimes you got to let it grow. You can't just... Yeah. yeah, exactly. You have a schedule, but then you can say, wait, no, I'm not pushing it. There's more to, you know, there's more to this than just... But this, it's a, it's a bit of a, like a, a give and take. I mean, there's a certain amount of flexibility now, but it's still a very aggressive schedule. Like is there's still a deadline and that song learning to be a songwriter that writes in a schedule is still very important to me. 
And I was so worried about like being too relaxed so that I've been really aggressive on the schedule and it's not burning me out, but it's certainly hard to keep up sometimes. And now I've really like kept it aggressive, but just more accommodating for like working together with you and other collaborators and other things. The ADHD part is because I'm like, I need more live stream content. I need to stream as much as possible. We have T-Bar. I've got the pub rock sessions. I've got the acoustic sessions. I can't do drinking Thursdays. It's going to kill me. So I wanted to do something relaxed like video games, but I'm feeling guilty. I said, fuck it. I'm not going to play video games at all in a live stream until I have found something else besides the PRS and the acoustic sessions that is very much music. So I'm sitting here in the project studio at the master desk, which used to be over there. Yeah. And I'm looking at the drum laptop, which used to be over here. Okay. I'm like, fucking hell. You know, I, when I hit go on the stream, wouldn't it be fucking cool to be able to not like, oh, I got to stop the stream because I'm switching computers. Right. Everything's tied in together now. Oh, the drums are now tied into my fucking Tascam, which is tied into the fucking computer, which is tied into the keyboard. Everything's in one fucking spot, man. And I got two fucking cams going here, which I'm still figuring it out. So I can do cam change and all that kind of stuff. Go to the drums, go to the bass, go to the guitar. So now I can finally fucking do that second thing that I wanted to add before the games. On Sundays, I'm going to do fucking studio Sundays. It's going to be chill, three, four hours, whatever. I'm going to jump in, see whoever's in the chat. Let's pick a key. Let's pick a tempo. Well, give me an idea for lyrics. Let's do it. Let's fucking record. Cakewalk, drums, bass, the whole bit. We're going to fucking have some fun hanging out in the studio and doing studio sessions on Sunday afternoons, man. That's cool. I like that. that's, that's value for the fucking community. That is definitely worth yeah doing spending time doing and that's why the schedule like everything exploded in my head and then it all came back together and now i'm gonna play games on thursdays and i'm gonna sleep well at night not fucking feeling guilty about it definitely i like that that's cool so now you know the whole story man tell me what you remember about this fucking great dude our buddy from tentala nova scotia mr chris robinson nuts he's absolutely nuts he's amazing He's a modern-day Viking, man. A modern-day Viking and fucking killer guitarist. Playing fucking... Uh, playing video game themes on his guitar. Playing <laughs> zillion flamenco. And yeah. all like, wow. <laughs> it's just, wow. Yeah. A huge talent. And another one of these amazing realizations that the people that we're meeting on this show are just so fucking laid back and fun and cool and interesting and diverse... And here's yet another dude that we would like, he even said it, I think, you know, hey, yeah, if you ever show up, man, you're more than welcome to crash out and fucking have a few drinks and you can help me finish my boat and whatever you want, man. <laughs> you know, like he's there for us and we're there for him. Man. Another new friend and part of the family. So do we start a road trip to go down to Nova Scotia or what? <laughs> well, like I said, you know, I always wanted to go to PEI, so. <laughs> we'll have to fucking plan it. Watch out. When I fucking pull up in front of your place and the RV ends, I'm going to expect you to be ready to fucking travel, bro. <laughs> It'd be awesome. I, I would agree. Ready. I would agree. All right. Let's check out this episode right here of Cubovision with Mr. Chris CR Guitars. Enzo, you bonheur, tabarnak. You talk, bro. Hey, I like to know you, buddy. How you doing? Okay, you're there. All right. I thought I lost. Yeah. What did I do? Did I break it? 
No, 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 it was me. I had uh, I had broken going at uh, 180 decibels in my headphones. Aye, laddie. I gotta, I gotta. I got to put a count in for tomorrow so I can know where I am when I'm videotaping, right? <laughs> oh, you mean, okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Account in. Mm. Start the song now. Yeah, exactly. So the video matches up. You know, you know. Uh, I hear you, man. I get it. <laughs> well, Jim's worried about Tupperware now. He's got to get his fucking Tupperware game going. I, I, you promised. Aren't you supposed to be there? Is it now? Oh, it's tonight? Yeah, it's tonight. Oh, it's fuck. Tonight. Oh, whatever. Uh, let, let me remind my wife. Oh, here he is. Christopher Robinson. Here we go. Just let me I, I'm missing a Tupperware party. <laughs> fucking hilarious, dude. Don't forget. You have Tupperware tonight. Oh, my God. Dude, that's a laugh. That's a laugh. I'm going to fucking... I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to do a post with my shitty true. Tupperware and say, oh, look, I met, was it today? I fucked up. That's fucking hilarious. I didn't get a chance to chirp, Ken, man. I want to see how you go. Oh. I tried to egg him. Eh? I tried to poke the fucking lion. Ken. No, no, no. Sorry. Jim, Jim, not Ken. Jim, okay. yeah, Jim. Hey, yes, Chris, hey, Chris. How you doing, What's up, guys? Is your computer being a dick as well? Ours it's does an that absolute all. dickhead. That's, that's it's fucking always, hilarious. Uh, I kept getting this... Um, message that i had an invalid meeting or something i don't know <laughs> i just kept trying and it ended up working but uh this we're is, the ones this that are in, invalid right all right <laughs> maybe i shouldn't blame my time. computer you have an invalid meeting yeah. it's with a couple of invalids there you go. <laughs> every, every fucking right. time we try and do something with this social yeah. media crap whether it's fucking zoom or discord or, or my Twitter. wi-fi or the cat fucking Some jumps on something fucking nightmare oh, the yeah. only thing that you know it's like it's always at what it's uh, every fucking week. Yeah, man. Chris, Enzo, Enzo, Chris. Good from you, Enzo. Around Halifax, not exactly in Halifax, right? In the Tantalan. And you know your stuff. Yeah. So I, I'm Facebook, actually man. in Seabright, which is Ooh, uh, uh cool. two minutes from Tantalan. So we I like in this area, there there's it's just a series of villages, all yeah. of which have a few hundred people, and I'm That's in this beautiful. one of a few hundred called Seabright, That's which right is right next to Tantalan. Yeah, one right. part of the world of our own country that I so want to get to. It's a, it's a great <laughs> so place, man. To. I can't say enough things about so it. So yeah. magical. You'll tell us more about it, of course. But just yeah. my, my quick anecdote is: I went. Are you anywhere near like Lunenburg? Kind of like, yeah, that kind uh, of thing is is that even I, close? Yep, I'm about 40 minutes from Lunenburg, and that's one of my favorite places. Yeah, Dude, awesome. I love it there. I'll never forget it. I went there once. I've done a bunch of road trips to the Maritimes because we got some friends that went to University of New Brunswick, and we you know, hung out at Freddie Beach, and we played golf at, uh, is it Mactaquack? Or I uh, can't remember. There's a bunch of like places with strange names that we'll never remember because yeah. we were too fucking drunk. And yeah, we oh, that's such a blast in the Maritimes. Like you did the East Coast, right? Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> and the one time we made it out there, I mean, we've done Peggy's Cove and all the tourist shit, but then when we finally got to Halifax and we started traveling down. That's when it sort of hit me. I'm like, holy fuck, this is one of the most beautiful places in the world. Yeah, man. It's awesome. And I've yeah. seriously considered retiring th there and well, not anymore because I don't want to harass you and you're going to think he's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Interviewed me once and I was moving in like, all right, buddy, sorry. But I sincerely believe that's one of the most beautiful places ever. And yeah, uh, yeah. I, I love it. Here. Enzo, you got to go, man. You got to go, bro. For sure. Yeah, for sure. no, definitely. I mean, I've always wanted to go to PEI, but I wanted to do the whole, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Across and yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Definitely. Yeah. One day I'll figure it out. It's worth yeah, it. It's all, it's all pretty close together too. like PEI's yeah, I mean, 
like a three hour drive from here tops. Like it's uh yeah. once you're there, it's it. fine. It's for for us to get there, it's what 13 hours? Ish. 13 hours. So you guys Ish. are in uh, Ontario, is it? Montreal. No, we're in Montreal. We're in Montreal. Montreal. Close okay, to Montreal. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So that's a, I've done that drive many times. Right. Um, it's a, yeah, you get to South Ottawa for South gigs side. and stuff, not Ottawa, but Ontario. Uh, you yeah. played a whole bunch of times, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So I've driven Ottawa in a day and it, it uh, I don't recommend it. It sucks. It, it's, <laughs> oh, uh, that's rough. Yeah. It's rough. I Lots find, of Timmy's. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I, but I do find um, the, the worst part of the drive is all of New Brunswick. Like it's just really right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's every, everything like you could drop yourself at any point, uh, on the highway in New Brunswick and you wouldn't know where you are because it all looks the same. Like well, it's all, yeah. How long is that stretch? But the actual New Brunswick portion, it's gotta be at least six hours. It feels, yeah, it feels okay. like the whole drive, but, right. but it, it's okay. probably because six hours, but once, there's, once there's across the stretch on, on the, on the 40, when you pass Quebec from Quebec yep. to Montreal, there's a stretch where it's, whatever, two, two, three hours. And it's literally. Yeah. 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 Asleep. Being in the prairies, you know, like, this fucking that's where they started fuck. putting those things on the side of the road that, you know, fucking vibrate. The, 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 yeah. Those wake up strips. Yeah. So many yeah. fucking deaths. Like, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous, yeah. you know, wake up and you're upside down. Ah, fuck. There we go. Didn't yeah. I, I hit, I hit those when I'm awake sometimes. Like it's yeah. just, uh, <laughs> I just get so bored, <laughs> but, but yeah, I find once you pass into like Quebec, yeah. it's, it's almost like the, all the colors change too. Like everything gets more vibrant. The road gets smoother. And uh, uh, no. then there's what? the St. Lawrence. Oh, no. Dude. Back. You're thinking Dude, of, bro. You were fucking on mushrooms. There's no fucking <laughs> I mean, way the roads got smoother. That's probably when they kicked oh. in. No. Oh, <laughs> man. The roads in Quebec were renowned Dude, for I'll not tell you. being that. But the, maybe the road, forensic roads are even worse. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, they, they were like, cause I, I remember like, it was like, as soon as we crossed into Quebec, it was like the pavement was fresher. There were less <laughs> potholes. Like, like New Brunswick's fuck. the worst, okay, we, but that's because New Brunswick's the worst for that. Oh, uh, no I, I, I have to witness it. Dude, I bent <laughs> the rim on my loader. Call the Irvings. Tell them. My 950 cat. Yeah, I mean, fuck the New Brunswick government, man. Like it's it's owned by Irving. Like they just call the Irvings, man. Tell them what's what. (laughs) Fucking hell. Oh, dude, we're so fucking stoked, man. This is so great. Yeah, Uh, man. Uh, what's the, I saw Chris awesome. <laughs> I think is the, the name. In the oh, tag. Man. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Like, like no, that. That's, don't be embarrassed by that. No, no. It's just because that's like a, a at least a 10 year old uh, tag that I had. And uh, I it, it just, I, I can't it. change it. I'm just stuck with it. This Dude, is a part of my past ever. and it's, it's who you I am now. Warrant that fucking name. Cause what yeah. you do. Absolute fucking awesome. Son, well, thanks, awesome. Man. Son. 100% yeah. bro really we uh, have a, a lot of respect for what you're doing we're just so excited to get you on this show uh and uh, show you how much we appreciate you without being too weird um and then <laughs> where's you want man start off uh, like a new sort of friendship you know with some fellow canadian musicians like an yep. awesome dude like yourself man we're very very thankful well, that you me. said yes to coming on the show um, my pleasure. I'm glad that I got the right the town. Uh, I mean, it's not exactly it's in Tallinn, but it's close. So at least I, I uh, in one of our previous episodes, I interviewed uh, some guys from a band and I thought the guitarist, this is the Australian guys. And I thought for some reason, the guitarist was born in Finland. <laughs> 
He's like, no, he's never been to Finland. I don't know. That's, <laughs> the mushrooms were on me that day. I don't know what the fuck was going on. It was but we a had a good laugh about of, it. It was a bad yeah. bottle of uh, yeah. right. Scotch. Uh, it was a, a heavy bottle of single malt, right? The 80 ouncer. So having said that, let's uh, let's start from the beginning, man, because that's the kind of shit you don't see in feeds. You don't see on necessarily Instagram pages, unless people are doing that. But most yeah. of the time, those kind of socials are absent of the, it, you know, in the early days, I'm not posting baby pictures of myself. No one wants to see that shit. So we're going to let you represent, man. Tell us about sure. your life growing up, young Chris, before all the music <clears throat> began. And yeah. I presume growing up in rural Nova Scotia, man. Well, I will tell you that you were uh, incorrect in presuming that because I actually didn't grow up here in... Uh, but you would have never had a way of knowing that. So that's you why we asked. That's why we asked. We love, we love we when asked. it goes like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Awesome. Totally. So I, I moved here in, in about uh, 2001, I think. Uh, and it, this was when I was in high school. So I moved here with my family. And uh, um, yeah, so like the early part of my life, I actually moved around a lot. I, uh, I lived... Um, I was born in Calgary. No and, kidding. Uh, wow. Yeah, and uh, I can't even... I don't even know if I'd get the order right when I was listing all the places I lived, but like from there we moved to uh, Castlegar, BC, a tiny little town in British Columbia. We no lived. fucking way, man. Yep. Holy cow. And uh, so like we lived there for a little bit. Uh, and then at that point we did move to Nova Scotia to Liverpool, which is uh, kind of close to Lunenburg also. Right. Um, that was where my sister was born. And then from there we moved to Fort Erie, Ontario. And from Fort Erie, Ontario, it was back to BC to a, a town called Nelson. Holy um, crap, man. You did the whole gamut twice. That's yeah, amazing. I'd, I'd say, yeah, that's right. So I'd say most of my uh, childhood would have been spent in Nelson, BC, because uh, that, that would have been uh, from ages. I'm going to get these wrong, but approximately uh, I'd say age, like age uh, nine until... Um, what would that be? And there's whenever, no test after the show. Whenever you're in grade years. ten or you know nine or ten, uh, right. I actually moved to the Yukon for a year. Uh, Fuck lived, oh, that's fucking yeah, beautiful. man. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Geez, man. Yeah, that's so we lived crazy cool. Yeah, so I lived in Whitehorse for one year, not even a year, like ten months or something, and then I moved here, and that was in like 2000, 2001. Um, so like, I really only lived here since uh, like grade 11 uh which is uh when i was here that's so, incredible that's all fucking like incredible. all over canada uh but i gotta say uh, i like all the places i'd say bc and here are my favorites yeah um, right on i think is, i like is it okay to ask how come you guys moved is the military well, that's the thing i mean Dude, so that's, much what, you everyone, here, that's right? what everyone says that they always guess or military or, or no. it's chasing gold or oil or something <laughs> <else>. <laughs> no it, it was my dad he's a, a an electrical engineer and he would uh like he basically moved up to be like the head of utility companies so okay. there's not that many utility companies so like he would um you know, uh, move on to be the like pretty high up and or, or like yeah, a president sure. of this utility company. So that, that that involved a lot of moving around to, you know, get okay. the job that was open. Right. And uh, it was always my parents dream to live back here. At least it was my mom's dream because she uh, grew up in Cape Breton. Uh, so so mm. she's that's, she's in Nova Scotia. And she always wanted to come back. That's and, coming back home, man. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's hard for you at that age because you don't, you know, the attachments, friends, you grow that 
Yeah. And it yeah, just you know, you make, fucking sucks rough. being a new kid, yeah. you know, like yeah. Uh, yeah. going to a school, you don't know anybody and all that. But I mean, it's uh, like it's rough at the time, but it's it's a good thing, too, like because then you sort of learn to, you know, be oh, be a you, new as, person with no friends at this new place with all these other people who are friends exactly. with each other. And, and it uh, serves you well being a guitar player, learning how to build that thick shell to like, yeah. Yeah, all the exactly. other guitar players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it just like it makes you you it makes you used to be uncomfortable, you know. Like, and what's more uncomfortable than being at like a brand new school with uh, surrounded by fucking people you have no idea who they are? Yeah, they all know man. each other, but you don't know them. But but yeah, it's uh, but it's those kind of challenges uh, as a youth, and I'm no expert. I don't pretend to understand psychology in any way, shape, or form, other than what I've had to challenge myself with in my own life. But yeah, when you're going from place to place. And albeit for the best reasons, it's not even because you're running from the law or for, you know, like all no. of this crazy abandonment but, issues. But it's if really I like, ever, if I ever did go. have to run from the law though, man, I'd be a pro at it. <laughs> you got yeah, some you places. Know, you know and some fucking, <laughs> I got some skills now. Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. what an incredible formative experience, you know, to, yeah. to say like, I mean, there's, we, we, you know, not, we don't joke, but we're saying like, we think we assume it's because it's the military and yep. that's a great example because I think that a lot of kids feel growing up or maybe their parents force them to go into the military in order to build character. Yeah. When you're moving yeah. from place to place with <laughs> family that loves you and for good reasons, it's still, I would say, builds character in the in in an accelerated way, maybe even in resentful kind of way, like, fuck, I don't want to have to grow up and deal with this shit. I would love to just set roots and stick, you know, because... My neighbor, Johnny, it plays drums and uh, Mary down there, she's looking pretty sweet. So like, why yeah. don't we just, we can't, we got to go. What are yeah. your, what are your impressions about like how your relationship with your family, did that sort of have an impact on you guys? I mean, with siblings or with parents, yeah, was there any animosity? I, was there, how did, how did that? No, I think, I think oh, it was the opposite. Like, uh, I think. You got tighter and tighter. Exactly. Yeah. Cause like you'd go to this new place and you don't know anybody except your family. So like yeah. you're, you're kind of a team, you know? Uh, so like going into a, a brand new school and the, like the only people I would know would be my brother and my sister, you know? So yeah. uh, it, it was a good thing. Like, you know, at the time, like I just remember like feeling, you know, like first day of school, don't know anybody. It was pretty anxious, you know, but, but uh yeah. Um, you know, the more I did it, the more used to it I got. And and now it's like, I don't, all this like social anxiety people talk about now. I, I just, I'm just like, what are you talking about? Man? Exactly. You like, laugh at that. Like you, what? Right. Yeah. Right. It's uh, so you it's, could write the book and you know, how to recover from to it too. Text? Oh my God. All they yeah. do is live with their foot. like, I have to face 12 <laughs> fucking angry kids. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you learned yeah. a lot of life skills growing up uh, really fast. And not only that, but in different cultures, because I'll be at yeah. all oh, Canada, go Canada. Um, yeah. And honestly, I think, I mean, I've never been out West. I always dreamed of going out yeah. West. And I was talking about dreaming of going to the Maritimes. It's places that we wish we would go. And in my youth, personally, for fear of not coming back, because thinking, wow, <laughs> this is so fucking cool. Yeah. And I, he I hear what you're saying out West. And I've heard that echoed from a lot of friends of friends, parents of friends, Man, West is great. And ironically, a lot of the people that we're meeting through all of this crazy social media, you know, um, adventure that Enzo and I are on, many of them are from out West. And yep. it's not surprising because it's just some like really crazy, cool, artistic, out there people. And not just the crazy type. I mean, like in the good, yeah. crazy kind of way. Yeah. 
And we, we feel like a connection. We feel a connection. And I could say a lot of the same things about East Coast, which I do know, mm-hmm. and that maritime friendliness. Sure, come on in. You want some supper? We'll oh, man, it's something. the best. You want a it's beer? Well, listen, we don't have enough. We'll go get some. Come on, let's yeah. go. We're going to meet, you know, we're going to meet Joe. He's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I just, I love that. And that uh, it's not surprising. But so is, is, it, is it a West Coast mentality, an East Coast mentality, um, uh, Northern to so mentality? That, what do you feel you bring with you in most of your in experiences in life? Which one do you hold on to the most or identify with the most? I would have to say the, the East Coast one. And it's exactly what you were just saying there where it's like, hey, let's go over to Bernie's house. And uh, he's a great guy. And he'll like, like just like they're, they're, everyone's willingness to just invite you to another guy's house house and he's cool too it's like that's that's uh nova scotia big time yeah yeah, yeah. i would agree yeah, that's I would awesome agree. Yeah. And so you got to be careful when you finally get out there. Um, there's this thing that I remember driving down some of the the suburban side streets in and around, you know, all the suburban areas around Halifax and seeing there's no yellow lines indicating crosswalks, but you're driving and someone, a pedestrian, feigns coming off the sidewalk to cross the street, fucking stop. Because yeah, if you don't. <laughs> Fucking Montreal driver, what the hell's wrong with you? Hey, that's right, man. The street that's, here, and you just yeah. keep on going like fucking. Yeah, Listen, that already happened to me. That already happened to me one year. We went, we went to Salem. Oh, okay. A whole bunch of us, right? And um, it was the same thing in Salem. People really? put a foot in the street. Everybody stopped. We're like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. What? What do you do? You stupid, you motherfucker. So I'm swearing at this guy in English, French, and Italian, and they're like. You gotta go. And I'm, I'm like, and then they're telling me, no, it's not like home. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, after I've, 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 I've blasted his ancestors, his grandchildren. Yeah. After all the it. damage has been done, yeah, right. <laughs> and then you realize you know the guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. But yeah, that's beautiful. That's what I love. Like right now, I, I, I live about 50 kilometers outside of Montreal, and it's the same thing. Yeah. People stop and wait for you to, you know, oh, go ahead. You know, like when I got here, it's, what the fuck you waiting for? You know, I'm from Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will say like every time I've driven through Montreal, it's it's almost like as soon as uh, you get to about Quebec City. Um, yeah. I've never actually driven in Quebec City, but like just driving through the, the whole mentality of the drivers changes and people start um Death race, uh, uh, 20. Well, ru- first of all, they're rude, but second, they just spastically change lanes. I've noticed like oh, yeah, if yeah. they're not happy, like they're not going to switch lanes cause they have to, cause this, this exit's coming up. They just change because that one felt a little better and they just, everyone's doing it. And I found that actually makes traffic worse. Like when you, when you, everyone's doing these lane changes to be faster. You've yeah. never experienced madness. Like a Friday night on the what we call the Met here in Montreal, yeah, going to the West Island or downtown. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Picture this yeah. raised Beauty, section man. of three lane highway that goes essentially over the city by, you know, yeah. like, I mean, three stories high. So yeah. there's no like, you know, going on the shoulder. No, man. No, it's no, you're going to fall off, man. You're yeah. in dividers and it's very tight. And there's a lot of this going yes, on. Yes. Yeah. Trucks and delivery <laughs> and fucking angry people. And it's like, oh, yeah. wow. So and, and and of course, I'm one of those idiots. I used to be one of those idiots. <laughs> I literally, at the end of one of my trips, the, the guys that were with me, one of them got out of the car and kissed the floor when he got outside. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. It made you fun. the man you are today, though, Enzo. Yeah, built so much right. character. But, like, but yeah. now it's beautiful. Yeah. So out in the suburbs, just relax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I still love going to Montreal, despite the traffic. I love, like, I love to go to a Habs but, game and eat poutine yeah. and drink yeah, beer yeah, and, yeah. and do all the stuff you're supposed to do when you go there. Like, uh, it's my favorite. Know, Montreal is an exceptional city. It is. It is. Like, yeah. That, like, it's just you know, but it's yeah. nice. Like now that I don't live there, I appreciate it more. It's nice yeah. to visit. You always yeah. feel, uh, or you know, more more drawn to things that uh, that you don't have anymore near you. True. You always remember the yeah. fun stuff. Eh? We forget the crap really fast. Yeah, that's often happens. So I I want to let you know that you didn't graduate from Mac McDonald High School. I graduated from McDonald High School, not five minutes away. I could literally jog there now. Is Sir Johnny McDonald High School? We call it affectionately Mac High. And Wait, my daughters so- are planning on going, and it was a wonderful experience. So yeah. after all of this traveling. You also went to a different flavor of <laughs> Sir John A. McDonald High School and graduated there with colors, I'm sure, now yeah, called yeah. Bayview High. So tell yes. us your memories of finally graduating. And I, did did you guys move after that graduation or did you nope. stay put uh, after that? So it was right. It was two years before that that we moved here. So uh, right. for grade 11 and 12, I did live uh, here and I went to Sir John A. McDonald High. Um cool which was an interesting experience because this was um this was a high school that had no real like competitive sports teams or school spirit or anything like that and part of it was wow. due to the fact that um basically like my first year there it 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 got discovered that there was like a insane biohazard in the building like there was there were these Oops. leftover chemicals no. from world war two uh, i'm probably butchering what the actual uh yeah, okay. facts are but it was like it had something to do with like an oil dumping ground right and right. all these fumes from all these leftover fumes were finding its way into the ventilation so they no, had to I'm shut kidding. the school down wow. <clears throat> so uh what ended up happening was we had to do split shifts at other schools in the oh, city so uh, but it was actually amazing because been a fucking laugh. <laughs> no but we always had the afternoon shift so we didn't have to start school until like fucking lunchtime and, and you awesome. know we'd be there till like five so like yeah. i was pretty stoked about it but uh but yeah <laughs> that's hilarious basically my high school experience wasn't a very typical one at all like first of all i was kidding. a new kid and then right. secondly uh i'm doing afternoon shifts yeah. because uh our school is dangerous <laughs> yeah it might have been asbestos i don't wow. remember man but john a mctoxic that's amazing yeah <laughs> yeah so uh and and what's even funnier now is like the the area in which uh my high school was is now it's still a school, but it's not Sir John A. anymore. Now it's called, I think, Five Bridges. It's not a high school. It's a junior high school. Right. Uh, Sir John A. McDonald High School moved to this brand new location, uh, soon after which it got named Bayview High School. So, like, my whole, like, you know, most people, like, they're able to, like, go back to their high school years later right. and be like, this is, son, this is where I went to high school. My alma mater. Right, like, yeah. I, got, I don't have any of, like, what am I going to say? Like, son, this used to be my high school. Now it's a middle school. It's, uh, I actually didn't go here most of the time. And uh, here's the other one. It's actually not even called that anymore. And, and like, it's just... It's a mess. It, it, that's Dude, that's, amazing, that's though. a fucking yeah. great story. And talk about <laughs> like one of the biggest twists to the first two lines of my itinerary. Tell us about growing up. 
That was a bunch of high school. You wouldn't even get to the great stuff yet. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing was like on. It's and it's all more interesting than I could ever fucking have imagined. It's like, just awesome. a mess. Yeah. It's a awesome. convoluted mess. A great mess. Chaos, yeah. as I like to say, because yeah, as everyone knows, I firmly believe that chaos is the best thing ever. As it's long as beautiful. nobody dies. That's what the universe is. It's chaotic. It, 100%, it, man. Yeah. 100%. Fucking yep. right on. Wow. You survived. Did you get the fucking t-shirt, man? I survived all <laughs> Canadian provinces and toxic high schools. I fucking lived to tell the tale. No, didn't even get a shirt. Just the stories. Yeah, brother. Uh, you can make your own merch now because what you're doing today <laughs> is just fucking awesome. So like yep. th- what a great fucking creation myth, man. It's really yeah. it's yeah. so many things that you could do with that alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As far as a story, a movie, an omnibus, whatever the fuck <laughs> you want. That's fantastic. Amazing. Yep. All right. So then after all of this craziness, this chaos sort of settles in your, as a family, is that when there was this sort of acknowledgement, maybe your dad or whatever saying, we're going to stay, we're not going. And did you know at that point, or was there always this so, sort of pending threat that maybe, you know, we might have to move again? No, that, that wasn't really a, a thought anymore. Cause like uh, what my dad was doing here was, was, at, at least at the time it seemed permanent enough like and it was a really good thing that he was doing mm-hmm. uh so like we knew we were going to stay here for a while and even if we didn't like there's um there's a lot of options here that he could have done so like uh we, it wasn't really a thought that we were going to leave so we we knew that and that must have uh, been reassuring then for you and your brother and sister then too yeah it, it was like and just i guess in the back of our minds we knew like they love it so much here. They're, they're going to find a way to not leave, you know? So, uh, we, we kind of, uh, and like, we were just about adults by that time now too. Mm-hmm. So we right, might've just right. stayed behind if they left. So like, I, I kind of knew I was going to, uh, stick around here. So like I felt. And for the timeliness of this, I want to ask what I consider to be an important question. How did that make your mom feel? Oh, she loved it. Yeah. She, I mean, I don't think she ever, um, would have humored the idea of leaving again. Like it was, we were here once we left, she hated that. And uh, I don't think it was going to happen again. Yeah. Yeah. If it's any consolation for whatever it's worth, it's nowhere close. I can't even begin to compare, but uh, I've grown, I was born in Montreal, lived here my whole life, except for one infamous year where we moved to Ottawa because of an opportunity. My dad had, he was a carpenter. He got this opportunity to do something over there for one year. And we kind of knew it was going to be one year maybe more. And I tell you, we compare it to this day. My dad's no longer around, but my mom and I, when we talk about it, it's the rubber band theory. Like the, we stretched that rubber band to Ottawa and we couldn't wait for let it and get snapped back because we yeah. didn't come home fast enough. And man, if there was a rubber band analogy for you, it's like drawn in so many different directions. Yeah. And so I'm glad for you guys that uh, home is where, let's say, where your mom's heart is and uh and where it is yeah for you and and we all do like my dad likes it here too it's uh it like really it's out of all the places it's here in bc those are the best places in in our have you gone to bc to visit like i mean just to go and uh for for whatever reason yeah well my my sister lives there now so okay um, cool and she has two kids now so like we've gone to visit them a few times she comes here to visit so like we we do have ties in bc like we go back but um like if 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 you were just to ask me, like, do you want to move to BC? If if that's a question of that, I'm more established here, and everyone I know is here now. That that might yeah. be a bit of a factor, but like, like on the surface, if none of that was a factor, I I think I still like this place a little bit more. 
Um, it's great to have the option though, because to be able yeah. to know that you've got family and, you know, connections there, if for whatever reason it happened, it, what a true Canadian adventure, man. What a great yeah, Canadian coast story. Together, it's amazing. Yeah. Fucking cool. Yeah. And North too. Like I just, yeah. uh, that blows my mind. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. It's such a great experience. So, so yeah. enviable. So enviable. <laughs> All right, so the I guitar gotta, fall into your yeah, lap. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So, man, <laughs> I wanted wow. to try. I try not to go too quickly. We spend as much time in the stuff that we don't know about, so that we can really accelerate forward. But yeah, man. Decision to attend Acadia. What's that all about? Was that you? Was that family? <clears throat> how, how did that? No, that was me. Uh, so, like, I, I had been playing. Uh, like, <laughs> it's so funny because, like, in retrospect, I was playing guitar for like five years. Like, it wasn't really that long, but. Um, uh, like every, you know, I'm surrounded by high school kids. No one's been playing guitar much longer than five years anyway. So like, everyone's like, Oh man, you're the shit. You're the best guitars I ever saw. And like, I let that get to my head. Like I was like, yeah, these fuckers are right. I'm amazing. But, but I sucked. Like I, I was terrible. And, Is that uh, when the name Awesomeson was born? I guess. Right? <laughs> no, that was after that, believe it or not. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, I just, uh, I, I sort of, um, but, but it wasn't even, it didn't even come down to that. Like I loved playing. Like it was the only thing I would like obsessively do anything else. I'd have to force myself to do, but like, just like sitting down and playing along the songs and stuff. Like I, I, that was like fun. Like I, I, I it was beyond fun. Like I, I was obsessed. Like it was just like, all right. I so let's spend... step back. Now. Let's harken back to where Enzo was leading this. Then yeah. where did music become something for you? How was music? introduced to you and no he doesn't mean his guitar playing i mean yeah, the actual like love in any music. way shape or form you tell me uh, if it was tuba or harmonica or whatever anything in between but no it, it would have been guitar like uh so like like i listened to music when i was younger um huh it was really just like i knew i liked music i would get so psyched about like something i was listening to and and at this point i wasn't playing anything mm -hmm. and uh it the fact that I just chose guitar was almost a fluke. Like it was just like, I want to play guitar cause it's fucking cool. Like that was like my, that was the only thing. Like it, it, it was the reason I chose it is cause I thought it was the coolest one. So I picked it and right. uh, like I started out at the very beginning taking lessons. Uh, so like for like my first year, maybe I was taking guitar lessons um, maybe two years. But then like when we were moving around, like I wasn't taking any lessons, but at that point I was just sort of teaching myself. Right. Um, and I didn't even know how to read tabs. Like I would just, I remember when we moved to the Yukon, um, I didn't have a teacher, but I was like listening to a lot of Metallica and I was like, I want to play Metallica. <laughs> so I would like look up tabs on the internet and no one taught me how to read tabs. So I'm looking at these numbers <laughs> and, and, and I'm, but I'm reading them upside down. So I'm playing, oh, I'm shit. playing yeah, okay. the, 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 like, I, I remember I was trying to learn call of the Cthulhu by Metallica. I'm playing it upside down. And, and of course I didn't blame myself. I'm going this fucking idiot that wrote the tab got it wrong. So, so like I, I'm blaming this guy. And, uh, so I, <laughs> I was just, I just closed it all. I was like, I'm just going to learn it by ear. That's what I'm going to do. So that, that, that was the beginning of me learning things by ear. And from wow. then on, like my most efficient way of learning stuff was by ear. Like it, it wasn't by sheet music or tabs or anything like that. Like later on, I did learn how to read sheet music and read tabs and all that. And it helps 
call the guy say listen i'm but, really sorry man but, but you were right <laughs> your tab was okay it, not bad you could have done better but yeah <laughs> yeah i wish i could talk down. to that it's guy oh, <laughs> hope i didn't leave a comment <laughs> i don't think i did but uh but anyway um yeah like uh it, but it was actually like that little fuck up of mine was like the best fuck up I could have ever ha- had happen because it, it forced me to develop an ear. And, and now like yeah. almost everything I learn is by ear now. And I'm happy to do it that way. How crazy is that? Yeah, right? because it, it yeah. develops your, your, you know, I mean, the other stuff gives you the music, the, the, the training and all the. Yeah. The, 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 what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? The, the, the formative, uh, like the, the foundation of. Yeah, which, I mean, no sight reading and all that, and all your your classical training or whatever. Yep. You know, it's that much easier for you to to, to create and to play in. But yeah. having the ears, I mean, like the, this guy, like, he doesn't sight read; he's all by ear, and he's amazing yeah. with that. Ears well, the best. Like uh, in my opinion, ears the best. Uh, yeah. If you had to choose one that you were amazing at. And, and you had to suck at all the other ones. Ears, the one you want. You got to have the ear. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. But like what Enzo is alluding to, I think that having that foundation so that you basically know the rules yeah. so that you know how to fucking break the rules, right, mm-hmm. is awesome. And listen, I mean, I love stories like Clapton and so many others, Stevie Ray, who just figured it out. And not yeah. only that, but they, whether sloppily or, you know, you know very organized and everything in between, they made their own sound. They made their own version yeah. of whatever is out yeah. there. And adding the classical training, if they ever do, mm-hmm. it's just icing on the cake. Like they got the skill, they got the yeah. talent. And the converse is true as well. Having that incredibly militaristic for- formal training. And then I love it when a classically trained violinist goes rogue and becomes like the lead in a Celtic band. Like, yeah, yeah. fuck. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like Ashley, McIsaac, right? All of these great yeah, stories man. from the Maritimes and all of this yep. amazing stuff. That is the the antithesis to that. Yeah, I think it all just makes for really great fucking musical stories. And ends when I thrive on that shit, like the opposites, you know, like the yeah. the rule breaking and the smashing of that fucking tablet of stone. Oh, so yeah. here you are deciding on your own volition to attend Acadia University. So tell us what your highs and lows memories of that <clears throat> experience was like. So like, uh, so going in, um, I wasn't a strong like. I really didn't know how to read sheet music. I, I I learned like a half year before going there how to read sheet music. So wow, I stunk. Like I wasn't like all my other peers there. Like they had been reading their whole lives. They were in band in high school. I wasn't in fucking band. Like I I I couldn't read music to save my life. Like I if I sat down and looked at it, I could memorize it. But like to just sight read it going in, I sucked at that. <laughs> Even at my best, like I could sight read, but not anything that complicated. It had to be like rudimentary stuff. Like I could sight read through that, but right. I mean, I can I can read any music, but it just would take me a little longer. And I have to memorize mm-hmm. it and figure out the fingerings and all that. But but uh, but like the, I'll see some guys that they've been reading, like especially like classical guitarists who've been reading music their whole lives. They can just look and be like, oh, that's a this chord done in this position and like that was so far from what i was capable of like yeah that was something that would take me like a full minute to figure oh fuck that's way up there he's doing that there and he's doing like like it would it would be like that like it was uh i, I, I suck that me would take a half an hour you know? <laughs> I, I, I get what you're talking about it is, yeah it's, it's just uh it's it's a language right like it's a it's yeah. a complicated language and uh, it was just oh. one that i was like a beginner at basically 
Um, but, but yeah, that so was sort did of, you have to overcome that in order to be able to yeah. even qu- uh, qualify for certain classes or how did you, what no, did you do to I, overcome I, that? I, I was able to overcome it. Uh, I just wasn't good at it, but I was good enough <laughs> at it, you know, like, uh, right. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so That's like cool. I, I had gotten to that point, but, um, but yeah, I'd say that was sort of my biggest hurdle. Like, uh, and then uh, like my strengths would have been like my ear training because I had to learn shit by ear all the time. So like I had that at least, uh, but, but yeah, that was like the biggest, uh, issue with that. But, um, but as far as like playing, like, uh, it, it was great. Like, uh, playing classical guitar was really good for, uh, my technique. And that, that was another thing too, is like mm. going into it. I wasn't a classical guitarist. I, I played rock and metal. That was it. Right. Yeah. You know, well, uh, that was so going like, to be the next question is because, I mean, it may be familiar to us, but for anyone watching or listening to this, yeah. can you tell us more about what your focus was when you were attending Acadia uh, yeah. and like you, your majors, whatever they call them. I'm, I'm not sure it's different from school yeah. to school, but uh, how, how did that come about? No, it was, uh, it was classical. It was classical guitar performance. And the reason I chose that is because that was the way to be the best guitar player. Like you, you would, you would have the solidest, the most solid technique. You would be uh, the best at all this stuff. So I, I did that, you know, like uh, that's, I just wanted to be amazing. So I, I chose that. And, and uh, yeah, it was uh, like very intensive on just playing difficult guitar pieces. Sorry guys. It's all good, man. It's all good. Aww, he's a beauty. He's I miss beauty. those days. I when but, I ages ago I had a dog and that kind of stuff, it just it yeah. makes me think of family and home and like just protecting the fucking house, man. Yeah. Never have to apologize for that. I guess. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Very cool. What's your dog's name? Yeah, as my as my buddy just picking up his dog. I I knew it would be quick. <laughs> oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. There's some maritime, you know. Yeah, there you uh, go. He's looking after his happiness. dog for him. <laughs> there you go. You're watching for an oh. hour. Yeah, that's freaking great. Okay, so yeah. classical classical training and all of this stuff, adding yeah. on top of your already very very like acute attention to learning things by ear. So the skill yeah. set is just now you're, you're a dangerous weapon. You're like fucking <laughs> ready to slay it on the guitar. So yeah. tell us now, here comes the, 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 the part that I'm probably most interested in knowing about, because the things that we see today are very visual. We know what you're doing. We can see that everyone can sort of experience that, which we hope that they will when mm-hmm. they find out how to get in touch, you know, and to support you online and whatnot. But there you are at a moment in your life where you're just coming out of school. You've been around the whole country. You've got this incredible tool set. What came next? Where did the musical projects begin? And what was, how did you pick? I mean, there's so many different directions that you can go in. Uh, and tell me about, you know, some of that mindset about what do I, here I got my, my tool set now. What am I going to do with it? Yeah, that's a good you- question. Uh, so like, during uh, my classical training, I was playing in a flamenco group at the time. Ooh. I don't even know. I like even that's a complicated story. How I fell into it, like <laughs> the the way it started is like I I I had an aptitude for like playing Spanish classical guitar pieces, and uh, at the time I I had this guitar student um, who was like sort of a beginner. Uh, he was more of a percussionist, but he wanted to learn how to play sort of classical and Spanish guitar. Um, and, uh, he's a good percussionist though. So he started playing percussion for this flamenco group. And this group, uh, just so happened to be looking for a flamenco guitarist. So he goes, yeah, I got this guy teaching me. He's a flamenco guitarist. 
I wasn't a flamenco guitarist. I was just <laughs> playing classical guitar, Spanish pieces. There's a huge difference. So I fucking show up to this thing. A, a, a wee bit. Yeah. So I, I, I show up and there's another guitarist there, like just sort of holding it down while I'm like learning what he's doing. Right. I had no idea what to do. Like I just kind of tried to follow him. But if you've ever seen flamenco guitar, you can't just follow along like the, the rhythms and the, what you have to do for counting are, are so alien. Like you just can't <laughs> like it, it's a, uh, it's, it's so a thing you need to sort of do for years to start having those like rhythmic pulses, uh, to have them, uh, instinctual, like, like yeah, to yeah, have them right. actually to be able to for like thump along to it, it, it flow for it to flow and for you to be not like, yes. Like, yeah. yeah. I know what you're trying to say. Yes. Yeah. So because like, it, if not, it sounds like it's, it's, yeah, at best, at best, it'll sound like that. Yeah. It has to come out smooth. And because usually the players around that music have been, you know, absorbing since, it. Since and they were children. Yeah. Exactly. It's, folk it's, it's, infused, you know, like just, it's, you know. It's a comment I made once to Paul. I was, uh, somebody on TikTok was having, uh, you know, putting down this singer because this guy's singer is better. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking musicians or even you people, it's not about who's best because. I said, there's a thousand guys wandering the streets of Madrid that'll kick the fucking snot out of anybody oh, you've ever yeah. heard of. And yep. they're and they're just buskers fucking, yeah. you know? And, 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 and these fuckers can't read music. They don't know no, anything nothing. at they're all. But cool. they've been around this since they were kids and they're fucking monsters at it. Like, it's it's yeah, just... It's, it's, just yeah. it's like somebody's it's, arguing about, no, Ozzy's a better singer than Axel. Yeah. Like, you guys, Celine yeah. kicks both their fucking asses. Now shut yeah. the fuck up and get back into your mommy's bait. Just, just shut up. <laughs> they're all just, they're all just having the most pointless argument. Like it, yeah. no, none of that. But Enzo's matters. not passionate like, about this at all, though. I mean, yeah. Enzo's really not a passionate fellow. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me. It's that ignorance. But it's like you said. I mean, f- yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, wow. Just the fact that there's a fucking flamenco band out there in fucking Cape, you know, <laughs> you're blowing yeah. my mind. <laughs> yeah, that is really something. Yeah. And, and there you were, fa- yeah. forced to to uh, either take that opportunity and, and make of it what you could. And did it lead to, did you get the gig? Yeah, oh, I yeah. did. It, like it, it took a long time. Like uh, I've still been, I still play flamenco and it, it's been uh, like 15 years or, or more. Like, uh, and, and I'm still learning. Like it's just, it's a completely different musical language. And, uh, but it's a fun one. Like when you, when you get, like competent enough at it and like you're playing along with a dancer it's it's so cool like it's a it's a really <laughs> cool experience so i'm glad i stuck with it and this was like sort of at at like everything just worked out perfectly because it was sort of at this age where like i was young my brain was still kind of fucking malleable you know but <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah, at, yeah. at this but at the same time i was like keen like i, I wouldn't say no to any opportunity I got through in uh, unless I hated it and I didn't hate it. I, I was, I thought it was cool. So like right. I kept trying at it and, and it ended well, up working out. Yeah. So you, you went in, you got, you know, you got the guitar and you went into music school because you want to become a better guitarist. So naturally you're going to go for a classical because yep. in the back of your head, you're hearing Momstein and, and the classical yeah. guitar. Randy Rhodes, you know, those guys. Randy yeah. And, yeah. You know, there's that, that influence going yep. and then you fall into the Spanish side of it, which is like, Holy Amazing. shit. <laughs> yeah. Spanish totally guitar different. is cool. It's you know, uh, yeah. and, and did it take you to the jazz side of it? Like, 
Django? Yeah. Did it take you to Segovia? Did it take you to... Oh, yeah, I got, I got the Segovia. I got the Django. I got yeah, the, it's, it's it's like the, the Brazilian guys, like uh, all that stuff. I, yeah, I love all that. Yeah, that's, that's mental shit. I mean, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm a three-note fucking semi-blues guy. That's about as far as I go. Yeah. <laughs> but I fucking love the... The sphere of guitar. It's just it's so go. cool how how diverse it can yeah. be, you know? Like yes, there is exactly and, and you know what's so funny about the Brazilian stuff is like if you were enough of a psycho to read the sheet music of Brazilian music, it, right. it like good luck sight reading that. Really? Like it's because it, half of the notes are accidentals and right. they got weird chord shapes, like it's 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 like maybe I'm sure there's people who can just read it. No problem. But man, that was like the hardest one for me. Like it, uh, it was uh, so just, crazy. just learning a simple piece with sheet music, uh, like the Brazilian bossa nova jazz stuff, like forget it. Like you got to use a, just use a chord chart, like a regular guy. <laughs> yeah. But hold on a second. Let's just be real now because you don't have to talk to uh, for long to Enzo and I about how, little respect we carry for what's on the radio today versus <laughs> musicians busking in the streets of Madrid. Yeah. Musicians busking in the streets of freaking uh, Tintalan, Nova Scotia. Like, I mean, <laughs> we don't ever know where we're going to discover that talent. And <laughs> it's, it's amazing that, uh, I mean, I, I have a, a, a bit of a history with video game development, okay? Yeah. Um, where I worked as in production and whatnot for a few years of my life. And I got to see so many different, um, I want to say artists, people who could create using code, could, could create using 3D graphics, 2D graphics, interfaces and UIs, and all of the different artistry that goes into making that kind of thing. Let's talk about the music and how it's evolved just in the past few years the kind of stuff that you're doing. And I don't want to go there just yet, but I do want to let you know the tip of the hat, how much we can appreciate. This is video game music that yeah. is epic. And I yeah. think when I listen to CBC radio, right, which is yeah. kind of cool stuff with, uh, you know, in the morning and the night, and then that, what they're going to call the boring layer in the middle. That's my favorite <laughs> part, the fucking yeah. classical, because yeah. I've never heard it. I've never trained. I've never listened to it properly. And I'm just absorbing what I, it feels like I'm getting smarter by absorption <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I, I don't yeah, it's a osmosis ever pretend to understand kind of thing, yeah. it. Yeah. I'm yeah. smarter by osmosis. Thank you. Yeah. But that feeling of, wow, this is so incredible. And it's just these brilliant minds that came up with it and I'm seeing it in video game music every single week that goes by of my life. It's almost better than some of the stuff that is purported to be really, truly professional, incredible classical music. Nah, yeah. video game music can trumpet in so many ways. How do you there feel are that? some ways in where it's for sure better. And I would say that the, like, I love classical music. I respect the hell out of like a good classical composer and all that. But if I, if I was to criticize them on one thing, it's they're missing out on uh, how do how do you put it? Like when when a game music composer composes something, they have there's like th these this moment where you know what it is. Like they'll have a quick little segment of the composition where it's like, oh, it's that. Like they they have a hook basically, right? Oh, because but it's, it's but what it is what you're describing is a, is like the motif. 
Yeah, like it's film scoring, it's a, like John Williams. Yeah, it's a motif, knows. but yeah, but it's it's one where it's like you know the song where it goes ba da ba ba Like yeah. there's a part where you can say it, you know, like where a yeah. lot of like modern classical music they're missing that. Like you, the, the the part where you can go the part where it goes da 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 da. Like like it, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's you know. It's, it's, the hook, like you said. The yeah, hook. they get they get too complicated, and I think in doing so, they they lose the hook. And uh, you know, it sounds like such a casual thing to say that you need to have a hook, but like you need to have a hook. Like most people are casuals. That's the problem, you know. They, like, uh, it's so the, you got the longest running saying that we have here is what, how do you how do you decide that a tune is a good tune? It's, you tap yes, foot. yeah. All it is. is you that's tap, a, right that's, that's an age old foot? question. It, like, uh, all well, it takes. I, I even remember in, in music theory class that the, we had a really good professor and the, the question he asked that no one was able to answer. I don't even know if he was able to answer it. What makes a good melody? What makes a, a good melody? Like it, it, that's a really hard question to answer um, because you could just do a cop out and say, oh, it depends on the listener, but I don't think so. Like I I think it's, you got to have a little bit of like, there's a, there's a, uh, a tightrope you have to walk. Like you got to have it, you got to have it be interesting. You got to have it be unique and all that, but not so interesting and unique that it's alien and no one can grasp onto an idea of it. So you got to have like a little bit of recognition there too. Like you got to have that sort of somewhere yeah. in between. And then you have to like make it exceptional on both of those sides. So like it's Good it's point. a tough tightrope to walk Very, on. See them? They were what? exceptional at yeah, that. There you Look go. at the yeah. poster in the background. The they Beatles were exceptional. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they were they were awesome. There's, yeah man. There's a melody from a Madonna song that yeah. just lives in my fucking head. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, what is it? Frozen? I think the song's called Frozen. Not not from the Disney movie. No, this is from 15 or 20 years ago. Oh, okay. I, I don't really, I don't think I know it. Yeah, it's it's so cool. It's just the way she hums it, and it's like it's the perfect melody. There's <clears> a similar <throat> similar melody in um from Jimi Hendrix on Electric Ladyland, and the song is God damn it, what song is it? If you forget, nobody else remembers Broken. Uh, yeah, you know, just fucking rain, make man. one up, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So cool. it's, just this, it's his opening lick, and it's just like, oh. You know, there's sometimes there's melodies that just, they, they stick. It's like they call it yeah. earworm, yeah. but that's good and bad. But like you're describing, like for me, one of the melodies, and it's not, it's uh, the opening guitar track from Guess Who, from, um, what song is it? Um, oh, man. You're my expert, bro. You're my. Go-to. I don't know if you don't know, man. I I, I, I dare not open Google for fear of fucking up my stream. And I, oh, right. Oh, no. yeah. Amazing. I'm drawing a blank on all of these things now. <laughs> all the names. Anyway, we'll, we'll figure it out. And <laughs> but yeah, there's there's guitar licks that stick to your head. Like you yep. hear it, and you know. You know and and that 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 was cool. a good point that you made. Like you you want it to be an earworm, but you don't want it to be an annoying earworm. Yeah, you want like, it to be an earworm where you're like, oh, I like that. Like I'm yeah, glad it's there. You know. You know? Personally, yeah. I don't want to hear my Sharona a thousand. Fuck no, times. man. Yeah. You know? 
<laughs> yeah. In a certain moment, it's got its place. But yeah, no, but yeah. there's other things that but, motivate, uh, motivate us and inspire us. You're still worried about that Guess Who song. You're like trying to get yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure it out. It's well, You're stalling so that we can get that song before I move on to the next point. one of the best opening guitar solos of all time. And it's his melody. I'm going to Google it. Uh, where where am I looking? Page. Guess Who? It's not Undone. Looking? It's not Sugar Tonight. It's not. It's a single? Yeah, it's what's after fucking greatest hits. God damn! This is out of respect to you. Well, man. While you're looking, I'm gonna grab a beer, boys. I'll be right back. Grab it, Go man. Grab it. it. Grab it. Just call All out right. some names. Just call out okay. some names. I, I can't believe I'm drawing Tribute a Tribute to Buddy Holly, Shy Guy, Inside Out, Shaking All Over, Tossing and Turning, Hey Ho, What You Do To Me, Hunting, each Hurting Each Other, Who are you? Me. I'm talking about the guess who. What are you looking at? Yeah, this is old stuff. This is their oh, very, okay. very first early stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing the singles. This is from 1963, 4, 5. Uh, no, right? no, 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 no. Greatest hits. Go on the greatest hits. Hand Me Down World, No Sugar Tonight, American Woman, No Time, Undone. No Time, No, no time. time. All right, there you go. The opening solo from No Time. It's just no time. such a cool melody. No time. Check that out. No time. Yeah. Got, 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 got no time. Got no oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The way the guitar comes in. It's just like, oh, yeah. So simple, but. Yeah. There's no way we can listen uh, without getting your. Uh, you're, uh, <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. My apologies to anyone viewing it. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Copyright strike is go, not acceptable. Dude, they, they are relentless. Okay. Like, uh, I'll yeah. do. Okay. Here's how. So do you put these on YouTube, uh, these videos? Yes. yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I, I've done covers before. Uh, and I'm, I got a pretty good record of copyright claims, not strikes, claims. Right. I don't know. Do you guys get strikes or claims? Always the, the claims. Everything. Okay, yeah. no, no, no. Claims are fine. No uh, so <laughs> I'd say about one out of eight, uh, maybe one out of 10 of the uh, of videos I upload, will get a copyright claim, which is uh, for anyone who doesn't do this, uh, that just means you can't make money off of the video. No big right. deal, whatever. Um, but what's so interesting is I will take a song. I'm going to change the tempo. I'll change the key. I'll, I'll play at a different key, different tempo. Yeah. These fucking lawyer bots still recognize the song. How? The AI algorithms it's are amazing. so amazing. It blows my mind. Like the lyrics the, or a reference to it, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's even really the something. lyrics. It's just like I'm doing the same melody, different key, different tempo, still right. recognizes it. It's incredible it's amazing that they can do that it is are, it we, is. are we jumping yeah. forward because i want to ask do they come after you for all the videos that you post for for the video no games? like I, I like by come after do you mean like send me emails or, or whatever well, no no none of that strike. like you get a strike on the video game stuff no no, no strikes just claims okay. uh, just thankfully claims. thankfully video games if i understand right are like actually video game footage for instance if you're streaming a game or if you're if you're showing footage from within a game mm -hmm. um then it's it's akin to the same kind of thing of covering a song where it's yeah. Ad revenue for that segment will go to the original owner. Or, exactly. Yeah. Video game guys are, are a hell of a lot cooler, although there They're are some so fucking chill. assholes. Yeah. But there are many oh. that understand <laughs> that, yeah, you're sharing our game. Like, fuck, fuck go exactly. ahead. Exactly. Yeah. Like, right? I'm sure awesome. even, even the times I get claimed, the guy that composed that song would be like, fuck, sorry. Like, I didn't. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, right, right. we as music, I mean, the poor deadbeat musicians that we are, we don't care. It's no. only the guys like in the Eagles. Dollar <laughs> Dude, those guys are notorious, man. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Yeah. blood totally. penny, you know? Yeah. 
which is fucking ridiculous. And that is the fucking shit, in my yeah. opinion, that is killing the label's <laughs> but, but ability to fucking it's, change it's kill, into the it's new world. It's killing themselves too. Like if you yeah, think yeah, about you're, it, like, you're not getting you're not getting promoted in this day and age. And who the right. fuck besides us old fucks are going to remember some yeah. of these bands? And why did the these opposite, guys? It's the exact opposite of bootleg, which yeah. you know. A fish and uh, you know all of those guys. They got it. Like take mm-hmm. the bootlegs. Fuck yeah, yeah man. Pass them around. It's it, yeah, because it's still like, us. Fuck, like it, it's uh, yeah, it, it's yeah. Uh, on a on a side note though, just to continue, you guys, what you were saying about like video game footage. Yeah. One of the YouTubers that my my son follows for a Star Wars game, he live streams himself playing. Right. Yep. No problem with the video game footage. He does not live stream the sounds or the music. Yeah, this yeah. film will kill him. I know so, it's it's yeah. brutal. Like uh, no Star Wars music, no Star Wars special effects. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> why are unfortunately fuck, so, like, a lot of holdouts for that kind of stuff that are weird, you know, it's yeah. a shame. It's, it's a weird. shame. But yeah, well, as, it's hurting as themselves. A creator, like that. you know how to try and navigate that, and you learn the ropes, like you've done in so many other occasions, yeah, where you figure yeah. out what works, what doesn't work, and you just uh, allow yourself an opportunity to still do what you're passionate about, and what you love, and let that develop yeah. while learning which fucking language <laughs> you have to speak in order to get, get away, away with it. it right? you know? <laughs> well, it's like think think of it this way: um, if if you were the composer, would you rather make uh, you know, eight <laughs> cents off of uh, ten thousand uh, content creators. Uh, you know, eight cents each. So uh, ten thousand. Someone do the math. It's still not very much money. Or would you rather have fucking millions of people see your music, hear your music? Like, like what? What would you prefer? I would rather have the advertising than the, you know, $80 I'd make off of all these claims on these tens of thousands of people that that's going out. Like, it's just, it's, it's an insane. Which inspires uh, me when you get into like places like TikTok and there are like sort of little lights of hope. I mean, Lady Gaga has alluded to this kind of thing and many current popular artists have sort of said, yeah, what the fuck? I didn't know that my label was doing this. Let's fucking do this instead in yeah. certain instances, not all the time. No, I mean, well, one of my favorite man. things is when we play our own shit, we play like originals of our own, but we get yeah. copyright, not strikes, copyright claims yeah. from our pub- CD baby and, you know, yeah. distro kid <laughs> saying, you can't monetize. This is going to go to the owner. Yeah, right it's on. Us, so Give me my two cents. I want it. Literally, yeah. my two cents. I'll take it. It'll take five months to get to me, and I'll invest yeah. in a new glass to hold my beer. Because it's not yeah, there. We go. Beer. Yeah, yeah. If you're lucky, <laughs> right? It's like yeah. that. It's fucked up. Okay, yeah. so we have moved ahead. I do. There's one yeah. thing that I do need to just rewind is because here we are talking about you auditioning and getting the gig as a flamenco guitarist, all right? Just to sort of reset quickly where I want to aim to. Tell me about that leading into your involvement with Camino Flamenco and any other gigs, because I saw a picture of you standing in front of a massive poster in Ontario somewhere with a couple other dudes. And there's a story, there's so many stories, but dude, like, I mean, we got to try and get to today and it's hard because I don't, I don't think we'll ever get to all of it. You got a lot of cool stuff to fucking <laughs> yeah, tell. Yeah, about. seriously. But tell so, me about that experience and how maybe it led to other sort of more, I guess not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, because within the scene of flamenco guitar and the style that you were sort of maybe capitalizing it, did you, did you find some success there? That's what I'm trying to. Yeah. So we, tell we us actually, about that. 
we, we got a government grant to do this, uh, to do that show. Um, right on. Uh, I, I don't remember, I don't remember how this went down. I think one of the members of the group applied for the grant, uh, spoke out to the, the national art gallery to do this, uh, whatever it was. So like everything just lined up at work. This was pre COVID. So like live music was pretty dope at the time. Like, like it, it was working out well. So, uh, we had that going on and, uh, yeah, it ended up being a really good show. Uh, it, it was it was awesome. And so, uh, tell us more about the show and and uh, like what kind of a crowd and uh, where it was all happening and your experience. So yeah, it, it was at the the National Art Gallery in Ottawa, That's and awesome. uh, it, it was sold out from what I heard. So that, that's like four or five hundred people, and it's like people who uh, appreciate art. So like it was a it was a pretty um, uh, critical audience so like the pressure was high like uh, right. i never really played a, a pressure show like that uh, especially for flamenco but let's call it an old cuisine audience yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like you're playing the bougie crowd man it's like, yeah yeah don't mess but it, it was like maybe the best i played like ever at that point so it went really well i just uh everything went well we practiced a lot for that too and uh yeah it was just cool to play in Ottawa and, uh, you know, travel that far to do a, a show that prestigious, like, you know, Parliament Hill right there, you know, yeah, like it, it was, uh, yeah. right across the, uh, across that ravine there. Like it, it was, uh, it was cool. Yeah. It, it was, and if uh, I'm not mistaken, this landed you a live appearance on the CTV morning live. Is that possible? Is that around the same time or was that unrelated? It was around the same. I think it was a little after. So that, that would make sense, uh, as to why that happened. So yeah, playing on, on, uh, C match, CTV yeah. was uh, also pretty cool. Like it was uh, right on, man. It was such a quick experience. You know, it was at like eight or nine in the morning, which is like <laughs> the who the fuck plays a gig at eight or nine in the morning? Like that, that right there, that. <laughs> wasn't a fan of that yeah. you know i don't play that what? well in the morning what? all right so what? i gotta what? i gotta share what? something with you <laughs> the only time that i've ever played a morning gig and i used to play tons of fucking cover shows uh but once we got this gig uh and there was this singer and she told us she says guys i need a backup band to play a 9 a.m gig and one of the fanciest fucking restaurants in the west island of montreal you get your brunch paid you're getting a ridiculous amount of money you but you have to be on fucking time and be ready to play at 9 a.m and we're like yeah fuck no problem i'll just sure, stay yeah. awake i just won't go to sleep oh man it was a yeah. birthday party for a, like a, a five-year-old kid okay oh, my and God. The, the, the there was the fucking inflatable toys and nobody gave a shit that it was about the breakfast and all that and we played <laughs> Oh my God. I need 18 more coffees. Uh, it was dude, crazy. It was once in a died. lifetime and never got a gig like that again, but man, <laughs> the brunch was epic. The fucking, oh, I bet it was great. Yeah. Every food you can imagine. And it was, you know, one of these five-star breakfast places. I didn't know they existed <laughs> until that day. Did we do this next year? No, sorry. It's a one shot only. <laughs> my only morning show, man. It's all I got. And I never got invited to go on fucking CTV after the fact. So I guess we didn't play. <laughs> hey, what the hell, man? Come on. They didn't hear about this? <laughs> <laughs> Little Joey's fucking birthday. Come yeah. on. Tell me the truth. <laughs> all right. So listen, man, you know what? What a great fucking story. So many cool things coming out of Acadia, getting that audition for Flamenco, having it lead to this sort of really very prestigious and like renown uh, opportunity to be able to say, I did that. That's a real landmark, yeah. a real mile milestone. 
a little uh, live, uh, you know, uh, plug on uh, CTV. So at what point did you decide like, okay, so was there, how did, what was the road ahead of you after that experience? Where did you think you personally would have liked to it, like things to go and how did things actually turn out? That's a good question. Um, I like during this time, I wasn't really thinking what's next. It was just sort I was, I was less in a planning mentality and more in a reacting mentality. So gotcha. yeah. I, I, uh, th- things would just come at me and I would say yes to them. Like that, that was, that, that's kind of been my MO all the time. Like, uh, not a whole lot of planning, just a whole lot of saying yes. So, um, you never I just turn down the saying, gig, man. Never turn down the gig. So yeah, yeah. Don't you don't? Yeah, be a yes man. Like it, it's going to work out pretty <laughs> well if you just keep fucking saying yes to shit. So I, I was doing that, and it wasn't soon after that that COVID happened, and uh, and the the gigs dried up, obviously. And uh, yeah. yeah. Um. But but you know what's funny is like uh, it it would seem as though that was sort of when I started my transition into having like an online presence, but I don't know if, if, if it was caused by that, like, I, I honestly think it was a, a bit of a coincidence. Like it was, um, because like, all right, I'll, I'll explain because, uh, what, what ended up happening is at this point, I didn't really have a recording set up at home. I didn't have, uh, this microphone or, my USB interface or any of that shit. I had this computer, (laughs) but I didn't have any of the stuff to enable me to record into it. Gotcha. Um, So what I ended up doing is like, uh, I I, I was sort of playing with, I I did play solo gigs. I played a bunch of solo gigs, but then I was like, well, I want to play a solo gig and I want to have me playing rhythm guitar. So I bought this looper pedal and uh, (laughs) I just started dicking around with the looper pedal. And I would, uh, if you go look at my YouTube channel now, you'll see me, playing along my fucking looper pedal like an asshole with shitty sound quality, recording it with my iPhone. Like, just because, like, that's all I knew at the time. Like, I knew how to record into an interface. I just didn't buy the interface. So, like, all I had was iPhone, looper pedal, record with, you know. Yeah, but I'm going to make you feel fucking amazing right now, Chris. I'm going to make you feel amazing. Your early videos are still you being cool playing fucking guitar. Oh, My my early YouTube videos are fucking cooking videos, bro. All right. So good on you. <laughs> you stayed the course. I deviated like you have no fucking. I gotta watch some of your. Co- what are you? What are you cooking them? I'll send you links, bro. I'm no, cooking up my yeah, soul see. in a frying pan. <laughs> it doesn't need to be around anymore. Let's cook that shit up. There oh, I'm psyched, man. I'm gonna I take some cooking lessons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So fried kale belongs in the garbage, and that way I know. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Your early videos, maybe not your proudest moments, but still you no. doing you, and which is fucking yep. important. Learning, learning your craft and toiling yeah, away so at figuring it, out how like, to make. I would have bought my recording interface. <laughs> I would have bought oh, my interface on. like right before. This would have been literally like a month before COVID happened. Wow. Like right this on. was when COVID was in the news. I didn't know what it was going to become. I just knew they yeah. were called. This was like, I remember having this exact thought when I ordered uh, the interface. It was when they went from in the news calling it, uh, because at first they called it coronavirus. And then overnight they started calling it COVID-19. And I was like, 
uh, uh, how the fuck they started like did they just who decided this like they just changed the name they're not even talking about changing it like i just thought it was weird anyway I, I remember saying that like literally the day i ordered this thing on amazon so it came in the mail and uh and, and like it was like that would have been like february or march and then i started doing these and then lockdown wow. happened and all the That's gigs went away so crazy. like this was like this all happened in like a month it's fortuitous uh, uh the mystical universe uh getting yeah. this little random dice yeah. throw like you go. It really, <laughs> it seems that way, yeah. But that's so cool because it was going to happen anyway, COVID or not. I yeah. really believe that, and it's. I think so too. It's yeah. rare because Enzo and I've talked to so many people. Who are like, well, you know, I had no choice, but to, you had a choice. You were making that choice. You were yeah, that, that's why. Like you, you I'm look at everyone else and like, uh, like all the other musicians who started like doing online stuff um, when COVID started. They started like March or April or you know whenever the lockdown started for them. And right. like for me, it was like. February, like, like so, like, I and and it's, it's, it wasn't like I predicted that there was going to be a lockdown. It was just like honestly, it was just chance. Like it was the weirdest. Uh, uh, it was just a lucky chance that happened. I, I mean, How crazy uh, is yeah, that? if you could say COVID was lucky, but but well, anyway, we, like we, we've tossed yeah. this around between. I mean, never mind. That's that flip side. But for creatives, it was, it is something that you know a lot of people did find their creative side because of it yeah. because they were stuck home what do i do well i used to do this let me see if i'm still good at it or hey what the hell you know yeah kind of the explosion of tiktok i mean it yeah really was a teenager's app yeah i mean none of us would have been on it before covid well, well, so tiktok is uh tiktok is so smart because it it took the <laughs> like if you think about uh like the biggest thing that will keep somebody from watching a video is clicking <laughs> on it. So they took the whole clicking on it thing out of the equation. You just swipe up. It's going to show you next, whatever it's going to show you next. Like, you know, you have to click on a video now. Like it, it's the craziest That's, thing. That, that my friend is, you deserve a fucking Nobel prize for that. Fucking <laughs> that, is brilliant. that is fucking brilliant because you're yeah. absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yep. Yeah. No thumbnail required. You just, just keep on going. It's just going to show you. Yeah. It's a yeah. long video. Four days later, yeah. and you're still swiping. <laughs> That's That's that is what, what it is. Yeah. Doing? Jesus <laughs> shit. I'm still That's here. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Still here after all these years. <laughs> crazy. Oh, so crazy. Surreal. But you nailed yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Hey, good is. on you, man. So listen, this was, it was in the cards for you. You were doing this. And I'm so you you told us about one of your challenges is getting that interface and and sort of up in your game as far as you know the quality of the of the of the creative of the content I should say, yeah. um, the, making a conscious decision to to bring that up a notch or twelve, <laughs> and but let's just also be very real here that the kind of stuff that you were deciding to do. And I love the earnest first few posts because it's the best to be able to see. Yeah. Hey, you know, in case anyone's interested, I got this new thing I'm trying out. I, I did a video game song. I know it sounds really fucking really crazy <laughs> weird and shit, but check it out if you want. Yeah. You know, my mom, my brother, my sister, and a few of my friends, and go and check it out. And then suddenly, like, there's thousands of people that are going there also to look at it and say, <laughs> that's fucking dope. Right. That's Your fucking shit is dope. epic, dude. Your shit is epic. Well, thank you. Know, whether is it, I don't know if it was yesterday or today. It seems it's all one big fucking long haze of a day. I know you mean. For me. But really, like I, that the the haunted house from uh, yep. Sprario.
but what you do is real fucking good. And well, thanks. It showcases and, your talent. Man, you you kick ass as a guitarist. It's awesome, man. But, yeah. but, but all that Paul said, everything, all that video game stuff, awesome, does not hold, doesn't even come close. You did Airwolf. Holy fuck. <laughs> that was like my second video. <laughs> That's, uh, thanks, man. That's you know, it's when you cool. say shit like that, it makes me want to redo it because I, I could do a way better job now. <laughs> get, it, get it. Start tapping on the electric. Why <laughs> Airwolf, man? I love it. Yeah. I love it. I that was a great Airwolf. song. That song was. It's, it's funny, cool actually. The the reason, uh, like the or the way that we got into or that I got into doing Airwolf is, uh, man, it's actually it's a it's a like a stupid weird story, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, me and my buddy Brendan, uh, uh, he might watch this, but but we were uh, we were playing PlayStation, uh, PlayStation three or no, sorry, PlayStation four, and uh, and and we were playing uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, and it's okay. such a if you guys haven't played it, okay, it's the most sandboxy game you could ever play. Like it's just cool. It's like the biggest map in all of gaming. Honestly, like it, it might really? be the biggest one ever. Cool. And uh, it's you can play it online four players. You got this giant fucking map. You can grab a helicopter. You can you can grab any vehicle. But we grabbed this helicopter, and uh, I wasn't even familiar with Airwolf at the time. And we're flying around online. We're high as shit. Like like we're we're playing this game, <laughs> and uh, my buddy puts on the Airwolf theme. So I'm listening to Airwolf while I'm piloting this helicopter. I'm like, man, this is sick. What is this? And he goes, it's Airwolf, man. And uh, so like, I, it was at this point, like, I think I had done Knight Rider. Like that was like the only <laughs> other one I had done. And I was like, well, I got to fucking play Airwolf now. So, so I did that. And uh, that, that's how that came to be. Like, I didn't know what Airwolf was before that night. Like it, but uh, man, what that's a good amazing. song. Perfect 80s yeah. cheese TV. Man. Dude, yes. I yes. fucking every, every week, <laughs> once a week, get my bottle of, fucking soft drink and my bag of chips and watch Jan Michael Vincent not acting and not acting not acting and uh, Ernest Borden 9 and, and, uh, and I love that show but that music is fucking epic I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what man I'm gonna redo that song sometime oh, with actual wow. studio equipment it'll there be good go. yeah the other day when I was there I was like huh what and it, the first note, like, the fuck does he even know that? What the fuck? <laughs> you plucked a nerve, man. You, oh, yeah. you won Enzo it's, over for life. You know, as you're like, doing with many fucking fans right now, too, with all the stuff. Oh, because all, awesome. the, all the younger people, you know, not, not to say, but yeah, they're gray and white. But the younger people, <laughs> it is all the new video game stuff that you're doing. It's going to blow people's minds. The video of you and I fucking discovered green screen now. I was shitting myself laughing. How fucking hilarious. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's a it, green, green screen's a tough one because, like, you need <laughs> talk to him. <laughs> yeah, because he well, like your green There's screen one. looks great, man. There's like, one. no, yours There's looks good. Oh, when no, I do it, don't even go I, there, man. It's, I don't have adequate lighting. I don't. I'm using 
for all my videos, I use the iPhone selfie camera. So like, right, right. That's so if you're doing that, you're talking about music AI recognizing stuff, even if you change the key, that stuff on the phone, same idea, like, wow, it fucking chops everything out. It's yeah. it's really not fucking bad. Like it's really yeah. not fucking bad well, it's, compared it's, to what only five years ago you couldn't get away with that, right? True. Yeah, yeah. Like the the cameras on phones these days, like they're yeah. everything, the whole thing. They're I mean, barely worse than like a professional camera. Like, come on. I mean, we could get yeah. away with recording an album with, with with what comes on the fucking phone. You it's could true. almost yeah. get away with it. Yeah, to, what, Garage Band and a ago? fucking yeah. Ford. I know how Ford, crazy uh, is that camera? Like, but it's it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. 1080p. Yeah. No. Uh, fuck, who and ever had that in the palm of their and, hand? And, you know, and, like not too long ago. You know, it's mm-hmm. funny too. Is people will bitch about this phone being like twelve hundred dollars or whatever. It's like, do you know what it can fucking do? Like, like that's it's, the problem. It should that's, it should be five thousand dollars. Like, like yeah. you're. You, you you have this amazing computer that you can bring anywhere that can do just about anything, and you're annoyed that it's twelve hundred dollars. Like, yeah, are you shitting see, me? Because most people are not going to tap the potential of what it. Can I know. Be. I mean, this thing this thing That's has true. more power than the computers we put on the Saturn V to go to the fucking moon. Bro, That's it's uh, a BlackBerry has more. Uh, computing yeah, power exactly. that, that a Saturn V uh, computer right. had. Yeah. Well, what are you yeah. going to do with a BlackBerry? You can't even wipe yeah. your ass with it anymore. So it's like- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I've been on a rocket kick lately. I, but sorry for the digression, but like no, no. these. These, Not at all. Saturn fives, man. They sent those to the moon with TI eighty threes. Like nice. it, the, the computers they had were worse than TI eighty threes. Like that. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I just I, I've been. Killing those videos lately. Saturn yeah, V is the most I'm a, incredible I'm rocket a, ever. It's it's yep. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm Sorry. on a, I'm on a black hole kick every night. Oh I yeah, I love that shit too, man. Why. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, like but, uh, the, the the romanticism around uh, Kirk. <laughs> it's not Kirk. William no, Shatner. Uh, yeah, Shatner. Yeah, yeah. And all of the memes of you know him uh, crying in front of Bezos, and then you yeah. know like uh, Kirk, you know, talking to the from the first Star Trek movie with the bald chick, you know, in the yeah. white suit, and like oh, a family family reunion, you know, like all that yeah. stuff. But all of it is really steeped in this incredible appreciation for the fact that. They fucking put Kirk in space, and it's, yeah. it's beautiful. It was, Say yeah. what you will. Yeah, it's it fucking cool beautiful. Well, if, and if anyone's going to talk shit about him crying, like, good fucking no, luck no, not crying no. if you Seriously. came back from space. And like, he's like, the first fucking guy. William Shatner's the first fucking guy that would say, go ahead, laugh about it. It's yeah. cool. I'm cool with it. Give me yeah. some apple pie, and I'll fucking eat it. Like, it's all right. Yeah. I don't care if you laugh about it. Yeah. I went to space, and you right. can just tell it's the appreciation awesome. from so many different cultures and generations saying, that's a fucking moment. That is. By the way, who, who who else was shocked that he's 90? <laughs> I, yeah, right. I, I, I kind of remember. 70, if that. Like, it's <laughs> no, ridiculous. I kind of, I kind of remember that's that he true. was in that's his true. 80s. I remember yeah. he was in his 80s. I wasn't sure about the 90s, but I, I did yeah, remember yeah. that because, I mean, Harrison Ford is 75. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and Mark Hamill was about in his, his in his early 70s or late 60s now. Yeah. So, yeah. They're all contemporaries, right? Patrick yeah, Stewart but it, is, it, is, it turns out Shatner is like twenty years older than those guys. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. how the yeah, fuck? I, I was right. like, he's about five to ten, so he's actually like fifteen older. But yeah, you know, yeah. 
If One of the most beautiful moments crowd, of all of the fucking stuff that you see on the news. That, that, that was beautiful. Yeah. I was so happy to see all of that stuff. And, he's and still like, a everyone's fucking, talking about it. He's still a putz. 90 years old. He's, totally. he's a putz. He's a jerk. He's the best kind. The best kind. <laughs> Come on, man. Putz, you know what I mean? Like, I love him. Said, I fucking love him. You got to remember himself. Oh, man. You know, you're all boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. My aunt it's may amazing. have dated him back in the day. I don't know. Just a thing. You might be related. <laughs> no, no, oh, definitely okay. not. Definitely not. Nah, just say for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> oh my god, it's uncanny. Yeah. <laughs> Acting <laughs> minus one oh one. But no, no back to you, man. Back to you. Let's focus on <laughs> yeah, the man yeah. of the so hour. Here we are. We're, now we're, we're but we have a, a lot of shit that we can appreciate in common, and it just is so many things that fucking I don't. I, I I wasn't even sure, and I'll be at like last minute too, and I only sent the itinerary a couple hours ago. And I'm sorry for that too, because I That's just okay. knew, I have, I'm going to be upfront with you. I, I kind of felt this immediate sense of familiarity and camaraderie with like this fucking maritime dude is a killer guitarist and loves video games. I'm like, bah, it's not like I'm trying to reach out to someone who is completely unfamiliar to me. And I'm nervous <laughs> about asking me intelligent no. questions about their heritage that I have no idea about. There's a lot of stuff that I just right from the start. From we're buddies I, and we didn't even know it. You know, at it's, first it's, I don't even it, know. And Enzo was asking me, "Did you find him on TikTok and Instagram?" Like I don't even remember because it's, <laughs> it's like now you're in the stream every day, and I'm like, ah, there he is. There's my dude. Yeah. There's my bro. You know, like yeah, this is fucking is. great. Yeah. And I don't ever want to imagine the day where I don't see you in the streams. And right. for you to tell us that you were going on this route regardless if COVID was about to happen or not, mm. it reassures me, man. It makes me feel like, oh, that's cool. We would have seen this great content no matter what. It's not because of COVID. And maybe there are elements of it that are because yeah. of COVID. But let's just be fair. You were doing this regardless. And so, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to go down the road of asking all of the influences for video games because that is a... That's, wow, a no, that's, that's, that's a black hole. That's a black hole. That is a black hole. But I am oh, going yeah. to do an executive summary before I ask you the next question. I'm going to say your breadth of knowledge of guitar is shadowed only by what seems to be your incredible breadth of knowledge of and passion for video games. And mm -hmm. being a gamer who has worked a little bit in the industry, played fucking tons, time synced so much of my life into MMOs and... <laughs> Because oh, not because yeah. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say it was a waste. No, I'm going to say there was always a reason why. And it was always an emotional or psychological reason why yeah. I was looking for something else that was missing in my life. Yeah. And maybe found some of it in a video game. I feel like pandemic, if it wasn't the reason why you were doing what you were doing, it maybe gave an opportunity for more people to see what you were doing. It for sure made it better. And connect yeah. with you. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about that, that connection with your growing community because of or not because of COVID? <laughs> it's so hard to say because it started at the time of COVID. So it wasn't like I was doing it and then COVID happened and I noticed this spike, you know, it was just like right. I was doing it. And it worked out pretty well, you know, like, so I, and it was at the time of the beginning of COVID. So I would really have to 
sort of have a, a sample of, of what was happening before COVID, which I don't have. So I, I, I don't mean to belittle what you were doing by saying because of COVID. All I mean to say is like, what a great opportunity. I mean, you know, yeah, it worked out really like, well. Like uh, let's fucking capitalize. There's more people on TikTok, the more people on IG. Yep. And I think people are there to stay. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. you know, a lot of the people that ends when I have been talking to sort of started some aspect of their online, you know, endeavors and have, come to the realization like yeah yeah we're not giving this up like i don't know we'll go a little bit back to live or whatever <laughs> but online is a fucking real deal yeah so tell us about your experience your first maybe big realizations about what you're doing <clears throat> and how that was sort of rewarding you so like uh my first experience with like uploading videos to the internet i kind of was given heroin immediately uh where like i i think it was the night rider video i uploaded that to like youtube which i didn't even have a channel i was just a guy with gmail and and <laughs> i was like oh fuck it i'll put this thing on youtube like i, I didn't even really think about it and then i shared the link to reddit and it, like oh, to reddit wow. the the video subreddit and it got like fucking 10,000 views immediately Nice. So I was like, this is how easy it is. Like, it was just like, <laughs> of course oh, it's not that easy. So yeah. Fuck. But, 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 uh, but at the time uh, I thought about this, uh, a, a while later and what happened was I had such an amateur looking YouTube channel. If you could even call it that, that like when I, when I shared the link, the mods were like, Oh, fuck this guy. He doesn't have a channel. Like, just let him <laughs> like they, but, but, but once you have subscribers and you have channel art and all that stuff and you do that, they're like, this, this is some fucking Nick's asshole trying fucking to, yeah yeah, 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 get him out of here and, and they'll, they'll delete it. But, Damn. but if you have an, this is a tip to all you guys wanting to get started. If, if, <laughs> if, if, if you want to just get some, some Reddit heroin, <laughs> have the most amateur looking YouTube channel ever and share the link. You'll, you'll, you'll kill it, man. It, like, awesome. uh, so, so that was sort of how I got into it. And then, uh, I ended up getting channel art, like after like the second or third video. And it was, that was all it took for the, for the Reddit mods to be like, Oh man, this guy's some YouTuber trying to get clout, delete it. And so they, so they would do that. Uh. Um, so like for that Fucking little artists. period of time, Jesus. <laughs> YouTube was a cold, lonely place, you know, like in the, in right. the, in the pre 100 sub world, you know, yeah. like yeah. you would yeah. upload a video first day, 20 <laughs> views or 50 views or, you know, it was, it was sad, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. but I would just keep doing it. I would share it to like every goddamn website I could think of and right on. didn't work out so well, but like, I just, it wasn't even about the views, you know, like it was about, uh, I just liked doing it and the more people who could watch it, the better, but I wasn't going to stop doing it. Like if my video got two views, I, I would make another one like, uh, cause I like doing it. Even if one person watches it, I'm stoked to share it, you know? So that's, that's the fucking attitude to have. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So like, I, I'm psyched that even one person watches it the more the better obviously but one is good enough you know like i just want someone to share it with people you know so i would just keep doing that and like over the the next 
months. Like I would just share it. I would share it to like unique subreddits that would allow a YouTube channel to share a video. God forbid. Like, so I I would do that. And like, uh, it it just sort of kept growing. And once I got to like one or 200 subscribers, then, uh, you know, every video would get hundred views maybe. And that was awesome. Like I was psyched about that. So I just kept doing it. And, uh, you know, it's a slow, it's a story of slow growth, but, uh, you know, like I talked to some other like YouTube video creators and, uh, they'll like complain about, you know, Oh, this video didn't do as well as the last one. And this one didn't like, they get, they get obsessed about the analytics. And, uh, I, I think it's like, it's not a bad thing to look at analytics and think about what you could do better, but like to get bummed out about a video not doing as well as your last one, like, why are you doing this? Like, exactly. are, are, are you, are you really like, do you love what you're doing or are you just, do you just want attention? Like what, what, what are you doing? You know, like you have to find the balance, right? I mean, yeah. Anybody who gets into creative whatever create producing trying to be a creative wants yeah. attention sure so, but you can't let it be just that you like the you thing say, is you have fun you, you know? want to do something not. you yeah you want to do something you love doing yeah. and then you want to get a few people to be like yeah that's sick you know like you don't need that many like you just need a couple no. of people to to reassure you be like yeah that was cool you know, and whether it's like 10 people or a thousand people, like that shouldn't matter as much. As long as you get a few people being like, I felt that you just want like at least one other person be like, I felt that, you know, and yeah, mean exactly. it, you know, there's yeah, a lot of people who say right. I felt that we, they don't mean it. <laughs> we had this conversation. Yeah. We, we, we yeah. constantly have this conversation yeah. so all yes, the time. Totally all the time. agree. Yeah. yeah. You know, Paul, actually, he told me, well, we're, 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 we have one that we do. We just talk. Right. Yeah. And, um, he tells me, oh, we got our first troll. And I'm like, where, where, where I want to see, I want to see. He's like, nah, I blocked yeah. him. Ah, uh, no block him, man. No, block you gotta. Like, yeah. No. Bro, when, when I get, when, when I get negative comments on YouTube videos, I sticky those fuckers. I, I pin them to the front. <laughs> like, I want people to see it. Man, listen, yeah. listen. That's I, awesome. For, forgive me yeah. in today's politically collect world. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, forgive me in today's politically correct, correct. world. Yeah. But as a teenager and a, and, a, and a young man, I used to engage with the Jehovah Witnesses going door to door. And I would tell them that I was a practicing pagan Satanist. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm amusing myself. You know what my don't brother does to those trolls. guys? Don't uh. block the trolls. Just <laughs> When when those guys came to the door, my brother would answer the door naked. <laughs> I think our I think our drummer did that. Our drummer, yeah. our I'm not sure we have to ask him. Yeah. I remember oh. him telling a story. I can't remember if he did it with a stained uh, undergarment or not. <laughs> I remember that story. But yeah. He told that story, and you said undergarment instead of fucking gotchis. Like, come on, really, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, but now I'm going to draw the line. I don't want to say underwear, yeah. you know? <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, yeah, no. The, the, I, I, I always tell him, I go, somebody commented, that means they watched your video. Watch yeah. your video. Fuck them. Okay. Yeah. Don't block. Even if it's a, if it's a thumbs down and you fucking suck, it's like, hey, you're here. You're yeah. ma- you're yeah. you're interacting with this yeah. video. Like you're oh, you're still helping me. 
All the exactly. interactions are great. And there's, there's a lot of great turnaround stories too, where, you know, creatives who are now really successful have stories to say about, you know, this was my biggest troll, maybe even death threats and like really nasty shit and turned out to be through caring and like showing love to, in response to that, turn that person into not, not because it's about converting them into a big fan, but just to say no, like, it's just, you know. well, what the fuck is your problem in life? Well, that's no a, one's that's ever a- asked me that. And then that becomes like a friendship or a, a thing of respect, a source of, you know, just appreciation and admiration. So that, it's good that, that, is, that you have uh, that attitude, man. It's that's really such a important. good point that you made there too, where like a lot of the people that uh, people assume are trolls, they might not actually be trolls. It might be someone with an actual constructive criticism, or they might just be saying something that pisses them off. But if you go out of your way to just respond to them and be like, Hey, uh, I feel the same way too. I kind of hate that about myself also. That people be like, the guy might be like, yeah, it's all good. Still love the music. I just hate your face. You know, like, like it, you could at least win part of them back, you know, like, yeah. so yeah. Uh, it, the, it, it, my, it my point is uh, like wonderful world we live in. Today. Well, well a, lo- a lot of people get labeled as trolls and they're not trolls. They're just someone who spoke their mind and it it wasn't received as well as, as, as <laughs> they thought you wanted it. To be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a so, very good point. That's a very yeah, good point. And like giving it, the benefit of the doubt is such a rare skill these days. Well, Not many it's, it's people a, do it's, that. It's one of the biggest problems on the internet. It's like someone will say something, they'll just speak their mind, and so everyone will pile on and be like, fuck this guy, he meant this. And the guy's like, yeah. I didn't mean that. I just <laughs> I just said that I, I I think that a man bun looks stupid. It, like, it's <laughs> like... it's. <laughs> and if you're at a bar in person and you saw that the facial expression was like, okay, whatever. You're exactly. Gonna try to- Exactly. Yeah. You're just being a goofball and that's all right. Can I buy a shot? Like, you know, that, that would have ended there, but online there is no interaction. So it's very much easy to, as easy as it was them for them to make the comment, it's easy for, for people to just fight back without having to fight. There was no need to fight in the first place. But that's, that's part of our world now. That's the way it is. Right. It's, it's, it's it's really the only thing that needs to be corrected though. It's like uh, that person can still say whatever they want to say, but it's up to the, person who it's being directed at how they can receive it. Like you can receive it. Like, like there, there's so many ways you can receive it. The worst way you can receive it is fuck this guy. He's a troll. I'm going to block him. <laughs> there's so many other ways you could do it better. Like you could, yeah, you could yeah. just embrace it. You could say like, there's so many things you could say that would probably turn him slightly over in your favor. But if you say he's a troll and you block him, well, you're just going to make more of those. So, you know, it's, it's a, you don't want to do that. There's, there's a, there's a personality requirement as a creative that um, I think with many things being, being someone who is putting out content, um, whether that's you're doing live music at shows or you're doing videos, or if you're painting, or if you're, if you're dancing, or if you're trying to get the word out and whatever the format is, there's always this, I have to learn the business side. I have to learn Mm. the marketing side. I have to learn the patient side. I have to learn how to deal with uh, email side or have a fucking website side or all of these things like, Oh fuck man. It's just so much stuff. Yeah. And sometimes it can be overwhelming because all it takes is one, you know, fucking keyboard warrior to catch up a bad day for a creative who's been busting for so long. And sometimes I agree with you hundred percent. It can be misunderstood. Like, okay, it's not really a troll. Sometimes (laughs) it's just flat out. Like what a fucking asshole. Like you come (laughs) into my DMS and decide that I am this and this and this, 
And that's the, that's the one that we had on that day. And I'm like, Oh, and all I said was, uh, oh, look at that. we got a troll and blocked them because the comment was inappropriate. It was, like, Oh, gotcha. Well, it's going to get you like, and my 11 year old daughter was watching the stream too. Well, like, okay. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's that's in my own defense. But what yeah. I al- will also say is that your uh, outlook on trolls is so refreshing. Yeah. And no uh, amount of talking about that is sufficient because there's like counterculture en masse these days. Mm-hmm. So many people saying fucking this and that about trolls. And I like the idea of what you're talking about. Like, make that a positive. People that sing the troll comments, you know, they're like, okay, yeah. let's fucking make a song out of this. Here we go. Yeah. And it's it's a beautiful thing. That kind of shit, yeah. I think, is amazing. And more people should be trying to do that kind of stuff. Make a song yeah. out of it. You know, that's a fucking really good way to look at it. Kudos yeah. to you. You have a rare oh, thing amongst many others. Yes. Wow, I, I need to ask it. you before we get into because we've we've kept you for a while, and I'm so sorry. We're going way. Dude, I, I don't give a shit, man. I, I I don't have to sleep for three hours. All right. Yeah. Well, just the yeah. same. I do want to get to the things that I, I want to make sure that we get a chance to know about supporting you and finding you online. But I wanted to ask you right now what you're doing, the content that that uh, that you're up to. We're gonna f- get people the links, and you're gonna talk a little bit where they can find that. But before sure. we do that, we're going to call that one of your current projects. And I say one of, because a dude with all your talents, all right? And here's one of the things that I didn't get a chance to talk about. Holy fucking modern day Viking. Rowing, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> sailing, archery, ice swimming. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then, dude, and you got the, you, you, you are a fucking modern yeah. day Viking. How long has that been going on? Is there some other thing that we don't know about? Some other, like... <laughs> Like aspiration this, for starting a fucking Viking boat and calling the, <laughs> the warriors to take over. Like, tell me about that, man. Where does that come from? All right. So it's not been, uh, it's not been like a switch that just flipped one day. This has been a gradual, uh, slope into what I am today. <laughs> um, I guess, what could I say the earliest? I guess, uh, the first thing I started doing would have been sailing. And that, that was, uh, um, it wasn't right after I moved here. It was probably, um, a bit over 10 years ago. And, uh, it was just a matter of, uh, getting asked, Hey, do you want to come <laughs> sail on this boat? We're going to race. Do you want to see what it's like? Right on. And, uh, I'm like, well, I live in fucking Nova Scotia. I should try this shit out. So, so <laughs> yeah, I did it and, and, uh, and I loved it. Like it's, Sailing is amazing, by the way. If you guys haven't gone, it's like, uh, well, first of all, if you've ever been on a boat, you know it's awesome. But imagine being on a boat. You don't need gas. You don't need a propeller. You just need the wind. And you can go pretty much in any direction. Like, like you, you can go three quarters of the directions <laughs> if there's wind. Like, uh, that's pretty amazing, too. There's no noise, you know, like. You can just cruise along. So, like, I fell in love with it right away, and and the whole race racing aspect, I, I love that just as much. Like, it's just uh, pretty cool. It's incredible, and uh, so like I've been doing that for over a decade now, and uh, uh, so I guess that would have been my first sort of uh, step on my descent into viking <laughs> i didn't mean uh, to tag you or peg you yeah. as no no it's cool dude. it's cool I, I impression it. it's only yeah. my own personal impression which means nothing <laughs> it's just it's about where the real motivation for it comes from is what i'm trying to draw to right 
Yeah. So it started there. And then my brother uh, started hunting and he got me into hunting and, and the coolest part of like, I love guns and all that, but, but uh, a bow and arrow is just pretty awesome. Like, like you, yeah. you, you pull this, uh, you, it, like you're fully just going on basically uh, elastic strength, you know, and, and pulleys mm-hmm. and all that. And you can launch an arrow uh, fast enough to kill just about anything like, like it's and like you release it and you just watch it go and hit the thing you were aiming at. Like that's pretty satisfying. So I love shooting arrows right on. Um, and then the ice swimming, uh, was that the, was there anything else? Is it, that's, well, I'm just, Paul, this that's is all just from a fucking yeah. drunken this, Saturday night. Just yeah. Oh out. yeah. I love booze too. Yeah. Which makes it an even cooler story. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. Let's do so, it. Uh, so yeah, I, um, the, the ice swimming, um, how the hell did I get into that? See, uh, it, it was, well, first of all, like, uh, before that I was like, insanely i still am insanely into sauna too like i i do a lot of sauna like almost every day um like uh like i'll go to the gym and then go in the sauna after and but but the reason i fucking lift weights is so i can go in the sauna like like it's the best (laughs) i love it so much uh like it just you just feel so like you feel like you just fully woke up after that like i don't feel fully awake until i do that so right. like there's that, uh, but the ice swimming came in uh, probably after I found out about. Uh, have you guys ever heard of Wim Hof? He, he's he's like he the no. he's like the godfather of ice swimming. So like he, I, oh, I remember okay. hearing like a podcast or something with him talking about ice swimming and how it's the shit. And I was like, well, that I can't do that. <laughs> like I just remember thinking that, but like it was about a year ago. Um, where like I was swimming all summer. Right. And, and I would just like, I didn't want summer to end. And I, I didn't want fall <laughs> to end. So I just like would swim every day. It'd be like literally a year ago, it'd be October and I'd go for a swim kind of cold, but fuck it. I'm still swimming. And then it'd be, you know, November I'd be going every day. And, and like, if you, if wow. you do it in that small of increments, it's not, yeah, you it's, start to get like, used to it. It's and, never yeah. that much worse than the last time you went, right? So, like, I just That's kept going. Crazy. And uh, no before shit. I knew yeah. it, it's like the end of January. And yeah, it's painful. It sucks. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it really hurts when you go in. But when you get out for the rest of the day, you feel amazing. Like, I right. can't even describe it, man. Like, yeah. it's. Uh, That's something. So, I'm going to do it this winter, too. But, but ice swimming is the shit. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't Amazing. talk about it enough. I love it so much. Wow. Cool. Yeah. That's fucking That's cool. Fucking awesome. Seriously. Wow. It's yeah. so crazy how that gradual sort of desensitization to the things that would have prevented us in the first place. Yeah. Become and, like, meh, whatever. No big. It's I, like, who the fuck cares? You know? Yeah. You know, what's so cool too is like, I remember this time last year, uh, when I would go in the water, I, I still remember it being like, holy fuck, that was cold. And I would mm-hmm. only say him for like, for like, 10 seconds and I'd get the hell out of there. And now like I go in and I'm snorkeling. Like I don't give a <laughs> shit. Like, like I'll stay in all day. You're like like it, it's not that bad anymore. Lake, like, hey, it looks so <laughs> Watch. Dude, look at this. Fucking right on, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so That's like, great, it, it's like, you really do get conditioned for it. But like, uh, that was because like, I forced myself, like it, this would be like in, like in January and February, like, 
I would go in with my brother and we'd be like, we're staying in for two minutes. We're staying in for two full minutes. And we would just do deep breaths and stay in the cold water. And it really hurt. It was so painful. It was the worst thing ever, but you get out, you dry off, you warm up and, and like, it's, you're basically trading like two minutes of absolute pain and misery for the rest of the day, you're kind of blissful, you know, like a, it's a pretty good trade, you know, like uh, I, I, was, I was down for that. That is fucking That's cool, cool, man. You, yeah. you have so many incredible talents, man. But I think not the least of which are your uh, ability to, um, to, to make small what seem uh, like impossible things to, to others. And hopefully that uh, message is not lost on some of the people that are going to listen to or watch this and say, oh, what's, maybe uh, I'll we... fucking try something that's, you know, used to be a fucking scary thing that like, yeah, man. not so bad. Yeah. What's, how do, what's the translation, Paul? I think our, our guest here has a wonderful joie de vivre. Yeah, absolutely. Joie yeah. de vivre, man. Absolutely. How do we translate it for him? What oh. does that mean? You actually, I'm going to translate it and say in, in your own words, because I think, uh, what was, what was the post that I saw, Chris, you were saying, I don't know. It might've been a post for a long time ago, but you were doing something. It seemed like you were having a pretty fucking epic moment. And you said either you or you and a buddy saying we're carping the DM right now. Oh, yeah. oh, there, you go. there, you, <laughs> there go. you go. Carping the DM. Yeah. Yep. de vivre is uh, just like, you know, uh, season of life. Seize yep. the day is very much appropriate, more appropriate translation yeah. than joy of life because joy of yeah. life is like, well, yeah, joie de vivre, but the joie de vivre is very much a saying, yeah. especially it's in so France yeah. to say like the little is the joy of exactly. life. A bon like, vivant, a fucking bon cool dude, man. Right yeah. on. Ah, uh, awesome. You told us a fucking great story today, man. I can't thank you enough for that. But there's only one thing that we have to ask you before we let you go. And sure. uh, before I'm going to fucking have another tank of beer, man, before I uh, <laughs> call it night just to celebrate, because that's a fucking great call, man. I really appreciate you sharing all this. Oh, man, I'm, I'm glad you guys have me here. Where can that's people awesome. go to follow and support you online? We're going to take care of the URLs. You just tell us what the platforms are, where they yeah. should go to fucking learn more about CR Guitars. Mr. Chris Robinson, where do you want them to go? Okay, go to uh, my YouTube channel. Uh, as you said earlier, Chris Awesomeson or the fuck Done. is. But if you, if you search CR Guitar on pretty much all of them, you'll find me. Like there's YouTube, there's uh, Instagram, right. Facebook, TikTok. I think that's all the ones I'm on. So uh, you, you can find me there. Right on, man. Right on. Yeah. And uh, listen, I mean, the, the, the cool thing about the, your logo is it's instantly recognizable, right? So that sort of animated logo, very much a yeah. good yes. style for the it's kind so of cool. content that you're doing. Uh, but even if you change it up and decide to go in a completely different direction, which I can't wait to see where your story evolves, because I think that there's more to you than you're letting on yeah. in social media. Uh, and I think you know, as good as it is, man, the best is yet to come. There's a lot to fucking see. I'm waiting for that. Your talents, man. All original death metal fucking album. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> yeah. That's in the future, man. Well, but thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, we have nothing but fucking great hopes for you, man. And uh, we know you're just a huge success already, but it's only going to get better. And we're going to be watching. We're going to be fucking talking about you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Enzo, we only spoke like 16 times today. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But bro, man, how you put up with me, I have no idea. All I can say is I'm thankful that you do. And because otherwise we would get the opportunity to hang out with cool dudes like Chris. I think you have two can be. I think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Two can be. Guys, thank you so much. Until the next time, à la prochaine. Better, guys. Dude. Thank you. You're fucking awesome. You guys you rock. Good. Thank you. Yeah.